serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyright by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Hallsville Indians football on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Hallsville Indians pregame show on the exclusive home for Indians football, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last game's highlights, set the stage for kickoff, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Hallsville Indians. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air as the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are ready in the broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Hallsville Indians football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hallsville Athletic Boosters, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, and Zealous WBGT. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Hallsville Indians football on the Indians Radio Network. Now let's go live to the field of the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth. Indians needing a bounce back game tonight, and they have hit the road on the way to Versailles looking to do just that. As the Indians dropped last week to Booneville, 59-58 and sit at 1-2 and two on the season. Time to find out if they can get off the mat and grab a victory for the first time since the first night of the season here tonight. Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome in on the Show Me Sports Network. As always, thank you for spending your Friday evening with us, and hopefully we're having a good start to your weekend and our weekend with the Hallsville win. We're just about 25 minutes from getting it going. Ben Schmidt campaign joining me tonight. And I think the story for this one will be how can Hallsville's defense hold up because you're not going to see a whole lot of games where you put up 59 points and lose. And the problem with Hallsville last week was they just couldn't get the stops on defense when they needed them. Now you hit on the point, Ben. Um, 59-58, that's a barn burner. That is a barn burner. Um, you you want to break down what happened that last game? Yeah, let's get right to that. So Hallsville in their week three home matchup against Boonville last week was really looking like they were going to get out of there with a high-scoring victory, scored a touchdown with about a minute and a half left, went up eight, which was huge because if they got the two-point conversion, game would have been put away, would have been two scores, no timeouts left for Boonville. Essentially, Hallsville would have been moving on to two and one on the season, but they don't get the two-point conversion, and then the Boonville offense led like they were all day long by Dakota Truce, went down, scored and tied the game with under 30 seconds to go in the game, and then went to overtime. Hallsville did get the ball first and score, but once again missed the two-point conversion, and that was crucial because Boonville also scored on their overtime possession, but they kicked an extra point, and that was enough to get the victory as Boonville was able to grab a road win. And all of a sudden, you see here, Hallsville on opening night against Palmyra came out and dominated, won the game 58-20, to but now just a couple weeks later, sitting at 1-2 and two after back-to-back losses, but they're also facing a team tonight in Versailles that is reeling, sitting 0-3 on the season. 
And I, I think we're going to see a much improved defense here tonight out of this Hallsville squad. Uh, you hit on the nose, man. Probably going to see a likely improved defense from Hallsville, uh, considering Vercel's offense has not had the greatest start to their season. They only put up 32 points in combined three games. So not the best start for if you're a Vercel's fan, Vercel's offense. Um, one thing to know, uh, DJ Larkin got uh, ejected from the game uh, for Hallsville. Uh, best defensive player, defensive end, is a senior and Tri-County Defensive Player of the Year last year. Yeah, so they, we will not see him on the defensive side or offensive side for that matter. He's also Hosel's left tackle, so we'll not see him tonight, but I have a good feeling. I don't know. I have, you'll, We'll hear when we talk to Coach Connors here in just a few moments on the Show Me Sports Network pregame show, but you just have the sense that the, it was a uh, strictly business week in practice. Not that it, it isn't always, but I, I just have a feeling that after the way last week's game ended that I think we'll see a pretty motivated and fired up Hallsville squad in just about 20 minutes getting ready to take the field. have to say, really nice facility here in Versailles. They've got the all-turf field, and uh have to give credit as well, too, to the Hallsville fans. Looking across from us, I'm seeing a whole lot of purple there, and these fans all four weeks of the season have showed out, and hopefully for the first time since a couple weeks ago against Palmyra, we'll get to cheer for a victory tonight. Yeah, hopefully they do get to cheer for a victory. Um one thing you said was it was probably a business week in practice. Um, probably not a lot of laughing around at practice. Probably just get done, get focused, get ready. And I'm going to be interested to see how this defense look handling the emotion right out of the gate coming off of last week's loss. Because it was, it was just such an intense game last week, very close game. You can, we want to see how they battle that emotion early. Well, I think what I'm going to go with is the biggest key to this game is do we see the continued development of Colton Nichols as a passer? You don't even have to really talk about the rushing game. When you average 230 on the ground a game, just Colton Nichols himself, I don't think that's really an area to worry about. That's going to show up week in and week out. But the 416 passing yards in three games is is not bad, but it's certainly not near the, the pushing 700 rushing yards that he has. So especially if this is a close game, can Halls will throw the football down the field. There were some big catches last week by Isaac Stinson, who had the touchdown that looked to be putting it away. Landon Severs has a touchdown. Lampkins had a touchdown last week. So can the receivers and Nichols get on the same page pushing it down the field? And then the other biggest thing is how will the edge pressure be against Colton Nichols? You see when he's given time, he can roll out and, and either take off or stay in the pocket and deliver a pass. But when you're missing a senior left tackle that was all-conference second team last year, it, it leaves the door open to some potential pressure this week. So could they give Nichols enough time in the pocket? And maybe the game plan isn't to throw the football, but when they have to, can they push the ball down the field quickly? through the air. I think that's going to be a big key to whether or not you see Hallsville bounce back and put up some points once again tonight. I would expect them to run towards the right side. Uh, wouldn't expect a lot of drop back passing situations, mainly because, like you said, that left tackle spot, since Larkin is suspended, not suspended, but sitting out this game because of the ejection from last game, he, he doesn't have his guy at left tackle. He doesn't have his blindside protector. So, I wouldn't expect a lot of drop, pa drop back passing opportunities from Colton Nichols. I'd like to see probably a lot of design runs to going to the right off your right tackle, right guard. Well, we're going to take a quick break here on the Show Me Sports Network pregame show, but don't go anywhere. Just about 20 minutes from getting things going here in Versailles between the Tigers and the Indians. And when we're back in just about 30 seconds, you're going to want to hear what Coach Connors has to say prior to this week four matchup. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network.
running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Cartier can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcartee.avonrepresentative.com. Com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. All right, well, on now, as always on the Show Me Sports Network pregame show. We'd like to welcome on head football coach of Paulsville, Justin Conyers. Coach, thanks so much for joining us, getting ready for the second road game of the season tonight in Versailles. How you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, last week was a little little bit rough for us. Um, a lot of things that had to be addressed, and uh, there had to be a, a little bit of a line drawn in the sand, so to speak, after last Friday night with Boonville, and some things were addressed with our team on Saturday morning that, that needed to be addressed, and Hopefully we're not going to have any more issues uh, moving forward. But, yeah, very very disappointed in our lack of discipline towards the end of that game last week, and I thought that cost us the ball game. So first thing, I want to start on a positive note because you did have the debut of Harrison Fowler at running back last Friday night. What did you see in his season debut? Oh, I thought, you know, he was really – he came out and, and gave us everything that Harrison uh, has always given us before. I don't think there was any kind of pitch, um, you know, in him going. I think he was full speed. Uh, he looked amazing in his cuts. He looked very confident running the football. And then he was very electric when we went with our little up-tempo NASCAR package that we went and catching the, uh, the, you know, the bubbles in the screen game for us and being able to really stretch the field vertically, I felt like. Uh, he looked like he was getting shot out of a cannon. He looked really fresh and ready to play. So having that energy back from our starting tailback was much needed and, uh, and very necessary for our success. So I want to bring up one play in particular, if you can remember, near the end of the game. At the time, seemed pretty big. Ended up um, not mattering in the end because of the final score, 59-58. But at the time, the third and seven play call that you guys had near the end of the game where you throw the touchdown pass to Isaac Stinson with a little over a minute and a half left to go and put you up eight. Tell me about that because at the time, it was this, it was a big play. Obviously, in the end, um, didn't come back to, to lead to victory. But at the time, seemed um, very, very crucial in your guys' guys uh trying to put the game away in the fourth quarter yeah you know i think we, we had a double play call on right there i told colton nichols if they, the corners have been blitzing every time they were they were totally selling out 11 to the run um you know we're, we're trying to run the clock out i mean that's what we're doing we didn't have no timeouts that's all we we're trying to do is manufacture first downs a couple and the game's over uh and that's the disappointing thing is the game should have been over after that touchdown and we weren't able to finish and do our part but on that play call what i told him was they were literally blitzing their corners, safeties. It was a gauge 11, you know, into our front. And so I just said, check that. If you see the corners walked up, catch the ball, throw it to Isaac Stinson. And that's what we did. And, you know, it's kind of hindsight. You know, you look at your location, you ran the ball there and ran out more time on the clock. Well, here's the thing is we're going to be in a fourth down situation because we can't block 11. It's not the way we were lined up. That's what some people that don't understand conceptually you know, football and how blocking schemes work. There was no way for us to pick up those 11. We got stuffed on the play before because that's what happened. And so that's why we made that play call. We thought at that time, you know, um, that was the ball game. And then, you know, here, unfortunately, 
we line up, we go for two because we don't have a kicking game and um, we, we get stopped. And we ran a play, we ran three times earlier in the game and we blocked it perfectly. And that time, guess what? We uh, we didn't block it. And so we don't get the two to make it a two possession game. And believe me, that, that play haunts me, that call. I'm the play caller. I go back and I look at what we could have done different. And I don't think I changed the play call. I think we still run that exact same play because it worked numerous times earlier in the evening. We just didn't execute it the right way at that time. So I want to talk about a little another thing as well that happened throughout the game without play calling because there were a couple of different times throughout both early and then I believe it happened again either in the third or fourth quarter as the game was winding down where you guys needed to pick up a third down and you come up, you, you get ready to line the play and then call a timeout and then go into the huddle and come right back out and run run some really good plays. I believe the earlier ones, both of them were third down conversions to Lane and Seavers. So how much did those kind of discussions after you call the timeout really end up benefiting you guys when you came back out and ran the play? Because I believe whenever that happened, you were successful each and every time of then picking up the third down. Yeah, you're correct. We were on those. The reason being is we did some new things last week with some motions and some movements that uh, I wanted to make sure that we didn't forget the details behind them. You've heard me say about us being detail-oriented on both sides of the football. And so that's why I, I, I used those timeouts at that time to make sure we got into the right play call, number one, and then number two, where I was able to actually have a side conversation with Colton, you know, say, hey, remember, we have motion here. We have to make sure this is our protection call because they both were passes on both, both of those. And actually, one of them was for a touchdown um, um, on a uh, on a third and long play when we ran a little mesh concept, and he, he hit uh, Aiden Lampkins coming across. And that was one of the big ones for us that really, uh, I thought, you know, kept us in the ballgame there. So, um, you know, I think just, you know, taking your time with a new quarterback when time is needed to make sure that we are detail-oriented and we get those plays in and we run them right. And I think that was the benefit of those timeouts in those situations. So then you kind of hit on this a little bit in the open, but I wanted to bring up second loss in a row. You, you, you drop back-to-back -back after starting 1-0. What are you guys kind of doing throughout the week to, uh, to put an end to this, keep it, keep it from spiraling and get your season back on track early on? Yeah, here's the thing. First of all, I want to tell everybody listening. We're a good football team, whether anybody wants to believe us or not. We, it's not like we're getting blown out. We lost by one point last week in overtime, and we lost to a good football team by six points the week before. So we're, we're fine. We're in a good spot, and that's something you have to be able to continue to believe in. And we have lost no trust and no confidence in our locker room whatsoever. And that's that's the first and the foremost, I think, that's the, the best thing. Number two is we got to revamp some things defensively. Uh, I mean, that's a problem, you know, uh, you know, and it's it's not one person's fault. It's a collective effort from staff to the players. We we can't score 58 points on offense and not win. That's just that's just unacceptable. We can't give up 59 um, and exactly what happened last week. So we have to be better defensively. Um, we're going to be better defensively. So we've got some good stuff in to where we really try to simplify and, and get back to the basics with our kids and, and make sure, you know, I talked about it, you know, in the preseason stuff is, it goes back to your assignment alignment technique and being able to play fast, play physical. And that's what we have to do. And uh, I think we've been a little too, too complicated in the past couple of weeks with our game plans. And we've kind of put our kids in some situations where they've had to think too much. So we tried to eliminate the thinking this week from our defensive personnel and just allow them to fly to the football and get there and, and make sure they're swarming. And then that way they're giving our offense opportunities to get back on the field. And, and that's one thing I, I've challenged them all week long. I said, you got to get us some stops this week. It cannot be a score for a score all night long. If we cannot manufacture stops 
we're not going to be able to to have be in a shootout every single week like this. So that's my challenge this week to our guys, and they've accepted the challenge this week, and excited to see how we can go out and execute tonight. So you kind of just hit on our year, but I wanted to bring up. So it sounds like the the focus, at least a little bit, has been on the defensive side more in practice this week. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, here, here's the thing: is you know, I've got a great staff that, that really works hard and very diligent and, and making sure they know tendencies and all these things and all that stuff's great for the coach but we have to go out and execute those things and if we're we're making things too hard for them to not be able to figure out how they fit into our puzzle of 11 players on the field then we've got to make sure we simplify and that's what i challenge our staff with um you know last last friday night into saturday morning we met at my house as we always do post game and watch film and we were there until 4 30 in the morning and it was a, hey, we have to get some things figured out because we are a good football team. And how do we get and allow our kids to play faster and physically defensively? And so, like I said, that's something that's been a challenge for us this week. And defensive staff has done an amazing job of prepping them. And uh, our kids have really uh, risen to the occasion this week. And like I said, once again, excited to see how we can go out and try to execute our new stuff tonight. So now I want to turn it over to your offense a little bit. Most importantly, you're, you're a quarterback in Colton Nichols because he did have a really good game last Friday night. And you said when we talked last week that ideally 12 to 15 carries a game for Colton would kind of be the key. But when he has a game like last week where he goes out and rushes for five touchdowns, it's got to be hard a little bit as a play car to keep it out of his hands, right? Oh, it is. You know, and here's the thing. It's, you know, a lot of people, there's design keeps for him. And then there's stuff that's regained to where he has an option on whether he's he's giving it or keeping it, and he's making the right reads. Uh, you know, probably over ninety percent of the time right now, he's 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 doing what he's asked to be doing. It's not being selfish by any means. It's just how the blocking scheme works out and the read game works. If they take Harrison, he pulls it and keeps it, and we've designed it that way. And like you said, I mean, here's the thing: is the kid's got six hundred and sixty-eight yards rushing in three games. I mean, he's he's doing a fantastic job for us trying to save a little bit of mileage on that body, especially with this, you know, starting to get in. It's crazy when you say this, but almost to the middle part of our schedule um, in the season here. And so, you know, the biggest thing is we obviously want to keep him healthy for as long as we can, and that way we have him at full speed at the end of the season. So once again, we're going to go back this week and and, uh, and then try to take a little bit of that run game off of him and really get Harrison Fowler involved in this football game early this evening. So let's turn it now to your opponent tonight, Inverse Sales, who sits currently at 0-3, but obviously cannot take them lightly whatsoever. So what are you kind of looking at um, in, in the team that you'll face off here in just a few moments? So the big thing for us is every single year we play Inverse Sales is they always have athletes. That's the big thing is they, they'll have three to four guys that can flat out go. Quarterback is always a special skill player for him. Does a great job. Same guy this year. I mean, does a great job of manufacturing drives for him and really does a great job of throwing and running. And then you always have a tailback or a wide receiver out there. And that this year, they happen to have both that can really stretch the field. Uh, they're missing one of their, their sophomore wide receivers um, that's out right now with the injury, I believe. But uh, other than that, I mean, they, they got some key guys, black go on both sides of the football. Thing for them is they're, they're kind of like us. You know, it's going to be Ironman football. It's going to be a lot of guys playing both ways. You're going to see that this evening uh, between the two schools. It's not going to be a lot of the same numbers out on the field, both offensively and defensively. So. Um, you know, our big thing is we have to be able to, to manufacture our drives offensively and not punt the football tonight in order to have success that we need to have to win this football game. So kind of bringing up about what you said and not punting the football, not not that scoring 20 points is a low scoring performance, but when you have 58 each time on the other ends of that, um, 
do you think we'll see more consistency of the offense closer to what we saw last week rather than two weeks ago in Centralia? I mean, that's our goal. <laughs> that's our hope is, you know, uh, you know, the thing was is that I, I think sometimes what we do as a staff is not that we reinvent the wheel, but formationally we'll try to change things up just a little bit from what we did from week to week. And uh, in the Centralia game, we've got to a lot of stack formations, and I, we put our wide receivers in a bind to, to be able to block the alley defenders. And so we, we've taken that stuff out. We, know, we knew what our device was in that football game. Um, you know, and so we fix those things offensively. And yeah, I'm hopeful that we can go out and, and we can do our stuff and we can motor and we can score some points tonight. And it really kind of, you know, like I told our guys, we, we approach the, the week each week, uh, you know, being zero and zero. But in the back of your mind, you know, you're sub 500 right now for the first time in three years, you know, and so you need to make sure tonight is a big night to get us back on track, get our ball club back up to the 500 mark, be two and two and, and keep trying to focus on just one week at a time. So last question I want to ask about your quarterback, Colton Nichols, is a couple of weeks ago saw a play in, in Centralia where he was rolling out, and I believe he was rolling out to his right, so it was on the stronger side, but threw a pass and a contestant when it got intercepted. And then last week, had another couple of plays where he was rolling out, and in some tight windows, put a couple of balls on the money. Do you think that accuracy is improving as he's gotten more and more reps? Because it kind of seems that way, whereas I don't know if he makes that same throw in week one that he did last week. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. It is, it's confidence. You know I mean? That's what it is, is it's repetition and confidence. And we switched up some thrills that we do. Um, I coach quarterbacks. And so in, in our individual, we've kind of, normally I'm working more in the run game, working our mesh points and all those things. Well, obviously watching film, we're seeing our timings off a little bit. Um, our angles are off a little bit with our arm and our throws. So we made sure that we really kind of went back to work in the past two weeks. And we've addressed those in our individual time. And I think just as, few drills that we've implemented for Colton has really helped him be able to get the ball and the velocity, so to speak, of where it needs to be to get it to his wide receivers. And I think his timing's been great. I think our wide receivers have been running really good routes. And it's something, you know, that I tell our guys each week is, hey, we may go out and, and rushing might be, you know, what we do the big part of the game, but we're going to have to throw the football down the stretch to be successful. And so we got to keep building the confidence in our pass game week in and week out. All right, Coach. Well, once again, appreciate you joining us. Before I let you go, get ready for tonight's uh, fourth game of the season. Halls are looking to improve the two and two. Is there anything else you'd like to say or add? Uh, once again, I just want to talk about uh, our crowd last Friday night, man. Uh, thank you, guys. Thanks, Hallsville. Uh, thank you, Boonville, for everybody who came out. You want to talk about another electric environment. You've been a part of it. You've seen the past two weeks just how much fun a high school football environment can be. And I mean, it's outstanding. And Obviously, we didn't finish the game we wanted to last week, and uh, I really thought with three minutes to go in that ball game that we were going to have a big celebration with our home crowd, you know, and that's what I was looking forward to. And I, I just want to say, hey, thank you guys. Continue to have faith in us. Continue to follow us because you got a good football team right here that's going to go out and, and give you their best every single Friday night. We're going to get better throughout the course of this football season. All right. Well, as always, Coach Connors, thank you so much for joining us here on the pregame show. Best of luck this evening. Hopefully we're sitting talking after the game, after a Hallsville victory. But we'll let you go, and we'll be back in just a few minutes on the Show Me Sports Network pregame show. Don't go anywhere. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. 
Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. And we're just about ready to wrap up this one because it's just about time for football here on this Friday, the September 16th. Like we've had the first three weeks, another great night weather-wise for some football. A little bit chillier, but we should be in store for a good next couple of hours. You just heard an interview with head coach Justin Conyers of the Hallsville Indians. Once again, thank you to him for always being so gracious with his time. But as both teams send their captains out to midfield for the coin test, we're just about ready to go for this evening. Any last thoughts before we get underway, Cam? I think this team's going to be inspired. You heard in the pregame show, uh, Conyers and his coaches were at his house after the game lost last week until 4.30 in the morning. That means they don't want to lose again. So as they get the coin toss, find out who's going to get the ball first. We're going to wrap things up here and get ready for kickoff. It's the black and gold of Versailles versus the white, purple, and black of Hallsville. And it's time for football, ladies and gentlemen. The 1-2 and two Indians against the 0-3 Tigers. When we return in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network, don't go anywhere. It's time for Friday Night Lights. You've been listening to the Hallsville Indians pregame show on the exclusive home for Indians football, the Show Me Sports Network. The excitement is building in the stands and the tension is rising on the sideline as kickoff is just around the corner. Exclusive pregame coverage of Hallsville Indians football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. Sawdust Studios. And Zealous WBGT. The biggest and absolute best coverage in Mid-Missouri continues as we'll be back with kickoff right after these messages. This has been the Hallsville Indians pregame show on the exclusive home for Indians football, the Show Me Sports Network. Hallsville School District, our educators do more than just teach. Lives are being shaped for the future before they even enter a classroom. For students to succeed, it takes an entire district-wide team. Join Hallsville School District's team today, now offering competitive salaries and benefits for all positions. Visit Hallsville.org and click on the employment link under our district tab. It's time for Hallsville Indians football on the Show Me Sports Network.
This is Hallsville Indians football on the exclusive home for the Indians radio network, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Hallsville Indians football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hallsville Athletic Boosters, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, and Zealous WBGT. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air as the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are ready in the broadcast booth for kickoff. We are ready in the broadcast booth indeed, and that's because this thing is underway. Hallsville is going to boom it away, and Versailles will return the kickoff to get things started. Nice move and a spin up to about the 34-yard line by the returner, Cage Pritchett, and that's where the Tigers' offense will start as Pritchett took that one. Made a nice little spin there to get some good fuel position, and not a bad start for this Tigers' offense as they will start this game with the Hallsville defense on the field. So Versailles will have first and 10 from their own 34-yard line. Going to have to go about 66 yards if they want to start this game with a bang on offense. As we mentioned, they scored 14 points last week in a 75-14 loss to Eldon. They sit at 0-3 on the season. First snap goes from under center and a give right up the gut left side. But a nice tackle there right in front of the line of scrimmage. And that was made by the defensive end for Hallsville number 70, Jaden Walters. I believe is in place of DJ Lark. A nice tackle there on first down. It was a nice tackle. Nice read, able to shoot the gap and stop the run. So it'll be a second and longer coming up for this Hallsville offense. They pick up just one yard, get to the 35-yard line. Tyrus Olsen, the junior, is under center with two running backs in the backfield and three wide receivers in on the play. Looks like six men are in the block for the second and nine play. And here comes the snap. It's a give running right side, and he's going to meet a swarm of Hallsville defenders, three or four of them in there, to bring down the running back. And that should mean a third down and long. I think that will go as just another gain of another yard or so. That was Ty Edgar who got the carry, and Hallsville's defense has been suffocating so far. Two runs for two yards. They have been suffocating so far. Uh, they were able to set the edge and just force the running back back up towards the inside and able to cut him off. So third down and eight coming up. Two straight runs in about a minute and a half into this one. Once again, Tyrus Olsen will go from under center. Two wide receivers on the left, two running backs in the backfield for this third down and long. Here comes the give. Olsen going to drop back, throws quickly. He's got a man, and it's caught just across midfield and falling forward to the 45-yard line will be Xavier Jones-Nolan as he found a soft spot in the seam and also put the throw on the money. Tigers move the change with their first first down of this one. It was a nice skinny post into the seam, about 10, 15 yards, just a nice chain mover, wide open wide open space, also unable to stop it. Two big receivers for this Tigers squad will be Xavier Jones, Nolan, and Jackson Gideon on the other side. Expect them to be big in the passing game for the Tigers. Now first down and 10 at the 43 of Hallsville after the third down conversion for Versailles. Same formation as usual, want to give running right up the middle and being met right there, Kale Nichols makes the tackle as the running back, Cage Pritchett, will pick up about two yards on the play. Should get him to the 41 and bring up second and eight. You can tell Vassell's game plan is to run the ball at this Paulsville front and see if they can just keep getting yardage and just grind it out throughout this game. So second down and about eight yards coming up, just a few minutes into this one. Ben Schmidt and campaign on the Show Me Sports Network. Thanks for spending your Friday night with us. 
and hopefully we're celebrating the Hallsville win here in a few hours. Two wide receivers line up on the right side. That's Gideon and Jones, Nolan, Edgar, and Pritchett in the backfield, and Olsen under center for the second and 8-0-0 score. First drive of the game, it's a give running up the middle for Edgar, and he is stifled immediately by a nice couple of tackles. Once again, right in there was Cale Nichols. He was also joined on the play by Garrison Ballard, and that'll be a short run, bring up another third and long. It was ruled no gain. They weren't fooled. Hallsville's front was not fooled by the fake pitch to Pritchard off of the handoff. So it looks like for most of the game that the Versailles offense is going to line up with both Pritchard, Pritchard and Edgar in the backfield, both bent over at the knees, left hand on the turf. So third down and eight coming up, exact same formation, two wide receiver sets. And it's going to be a rollout right. Olsen is going to quickly throw. He's got Jones going again, and he completes it to the 25. Brings tackle running 20-15, and he's tackled down at the 10-yard line. Jones Nolan with another big third down conversion, and Versailles is on the move early. Looked like Nolan was running a corner out there. He found a soft spot in the zone and kind of just sucked down in a little bit. And Olsen able to just throw it off platform, get it to him, and then just be able to break the tackle. So that's a, like you said, off-balance throw. Olsen rolling to his right and put it on the money as Jones Nolan ran an out route right side. And now first and goal from the 10-yard line for Versailles. They have punched Hallsville in the mouth early. Defense that struggled last week, giving up 59 points to Boonville. Same two wide receivers, Jones Nolan and Gideon in there with Olsen under center, two running backs. And they will take the snap. Ball is fumbled, but Olsen fell and I believe he got on top of that. And he gets right back to the line of scrimmage. So a wasted play there for the Versailles offense and it'll be second and goal coming up. It's a tough thing about lining up under center in high school. If you don't do it a lot in high, before high school and Pop Warner, you're not going to be used to it, and maybe that's just something they're working on. Just a fumble off the snap between the center and quarterback. So two completions so far to Olsen, both to Jones Nolan on third downs to keep this drive, away, drive alive for Versailles and the home crowd liking what they're seeing out of the Tigers' offense so far. Second down and goal coming up. Seven seconds on the play clock. It's a give. Nope. Keeping it. Olsen runs left side. He's got space and he'll take it into the end zone. Untouched. Tyrus Olsen with a 10-yard rushing touchdown. And it's 6-0 Tigers about five minutes into this one. Beautiful play design. Beautiful read option. Able quarterback saw the end was crashing down on the run. Took it himself and found the seam up the middle for a Versailles touchdown. So 66-yard drive for Versailles to start the ball game, and it's capped off with a 10-yard rushing touchdown by the quarterback, Tyrus Olsen. And now the extra point attempt coming for Versailles. It's going to be wide receiver Jackson Gideon on to attempt the kick. Snap is down, kick on the way. It's low, and it's not going to get there, so it will be no good, and that keeps it 6 to nothing. But Hallsville is going to be trailing early, and with 7.22 to go in the first quarter, crowd is into it because the Tigers lead this one 6 to nothing. Hallsville offense coming up when we're right back on the Show Me Sports Network. In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world. Receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. Offense getting ready to take the field and they will take the field trailing 
six to nothing as Harris Olsen just ran it in from 10 yards out. And the Tigers go 66 yards on their first drive of the game, highlighted by two big third down conversions. Xavier Jones, Nolan, the wide receiver. And that's where we currently stand. Here comes the kick. Gideon's going to boom it away. And it's a low line drive. It takes a bounce at the 20 yard line. Then picked up by Harrison. He's running straight up the middle at the 35 yard line, meets contact, and then fights through it up to about the 39 yard line. I believe that's where he'll spot him. And a nice little return there by Harrison to get the drive going for the Hallsville Indians. So Colton Nichols and his prolific Versailles, excuse me, prolific Hallsville offense will come out onto the field to face the Versailles defense. Nichols last week was unstoppable on the ground as he had five rushing touchdowns. Also had three through the air and now own 39-yard line. Nichols and the rest of this offense will go to work. Second game for Harrison Fowler of the season. He's in the backfield. And I think Fowler's in the Wildcat. He is. He's going to take the snap running right side. Turns it up field 40-45. Uh -oh. And then angles out of bounds. We'll get the first down, but a flag is down in the backfield, which usually means holding. And on the first play of the game, Fowler going Wildcat on the direct snap. Don't think this one's going to count. Yep, it won't. They roll on the offense. And not only do they lose the first down, they're going to be backing up as well. So it's first down and long upcoming. In a tough break. You lose a, a nice big first down run play. Be able to pick up a nice chunk of yards. They'll pick up 10 yards. But like I said, it's negated by the penalty. Let's see Hallsville continue running the football. Just don't. I mean, just because you're down early doesn't mean pass all around a yard. Stick to your game plan and stick to the running ball. So this drive started at their own 39. Now going to move back a little bit first down and 18 from their own 31 yard line and it is not Colton Nichols in there to take the snap for Hallsville it's going to be snap give up the middle Fowler's running left side nice jump cut but then is met at about the 33 34 yard line falls ahead should be right about the 34 it's Xavier Stinson in there at quarterback who took the snap which was interesting That First is. couple of plays, we have not seen Colton Nichols in there. It was number 13, Xavier Stinson, who took the snap at QB. Also about their quarterback, that could be not so good. Hank Heller comes into the game in the backfield for Hallsville as well as Stinson calls out the plays to his offensive line. Three wide receivers and one tight end in on the play. Second and 15 coming up. Hallsville trailing six to nothing. Cop of the hands and the snap. The give left side. Fowler cuts the field and then runs over a couple of her sales defenders. Essentially gets back to the original line of scrimmage. They'll say that he got to the 40-yard line, which means 39 upcoming. Hallsville's got work to do. It was a nice run there. It was a nice, easy inside zone run play. So our running back was able to cut, make a jump cut and cut back upfield and get those shoulders square, get a couple yards. So Stinson looking over to the sideline, waiting for some play calls. Isaac Stinson, Lampkins, and Seavers are in at wide receiver with Fowler in the backfield. Third down to nine upcoming. Hallsville down six to nothing. Pist formation, strong right on the offensive line. It's a give right side running Fowler. He's trying to bounce it outside at the 40, 45 yard line, fighting towards the first, and he falls ahead. I think he got it, and that should move the change for the Indians. A tough piece of running by Fowler, and that should keep the drive alive. Tough running, but also notice the patience when he got out towards the outside. He didn't try to rush anything. Follow some of his blockers, put a head down and get a first down. So needed to get to about the 49-yard line on their own side of the field, and Fowler got to the 49-yard line of Versailles. So that's a first down, keeps the drive alive. All runs so far for Hallsville, and now first down is the change. Armood, big third down conversion, and now it'll go trips left 
wide receivers all stacked, bunched up next to each other on the left side of the field for Hallsville and Stinson in the pistol formation. Fowler right behind him. Take a snap. It's going to be Give running right side. Fowler turns it 45. He's got blockers. 40-yard line, 35. He's got Rune up the sideline. It gets out of bounds right at about the 31-yard line was trying to tiptoe up that sideline, and that'll be another first down. Back-to-back nice runs by the senior running back, Harrison Fowler. Nice little, just little, look like a little handback, uh, handback dive design out of the shotgun, but he just cut off the right tackle. And kind of just similar to the third down play he just ran. All running plays so far, back-to-back of them picking up first downs. Now it looks like a timeout is going to be called before the next first down play. Five minutes officially left in the first quarter. Interesting starting play calls to start this one for Hallsville. All runs so far, and it wasn't the prettiest of starts, but now they're starting to move a little bit with Harrison Fowler. What's interesting to me is we have not seen Colton Nichols out there. Maybe yeah. the, the Conyers did talk about preserving his body. Maybe they decided not to start him here. It is incredibly interesting because did not hear anything whatsoever about a potential of him not playing unless something changed in the last two days since we last talked to Coach Conyers, but... It's been the tight end, Xavier Stinson, who's been taking the snaps back there. Has not thrown the ball once yet. It's been all runs. So maybe just something to switch it up. Who knows? But it's starting to work so far as Hallsville have moved it to the 31-yard line of Versailles, trailing 6 to nothing. Not a great start on defense for the Indians, but they've got plenty of time to figure things out. And now we'll come out of the timeout looking to keep the ball moving on offense. Looks like Harbison is going to be used as a blocker. He lines up on the left side of the line of scrimmage. Five offensive linemen along with Harris in the block. Actually going with seven men blocking. Two tight ends to essentially give to Fowler. And it's actually kept by Xavier Stinson running left side, but he is dragged down right at the 30-yard line. Nice job by a couple of different tacklers. Look to be led by number 37 for Versailles. That'll be Isaiah Waller who comes in to make the tackle. And that'll bring up a second and nine. Just one yard on the design run for Xavier Stinson. Waller playing that nose guard position for Versailles. Looks like he'll be able to bull rush the center a little bit to kind of help blow up that run play on the read option. So now looking over towards the sideline, four and a half to go, second and nine. Halswell's got work to do. All runs so far on this opening drive of the game for this Indians offense. Looking to tie this game at six or take the lead. Shotgun formation, Fowler to the right of Stinson who will work with his three wide receivers on the play. Clap of the hands, here's a snap. It's going to pitch right side, Fowler. He's got work to do, angles off field 30, right side 35 yard line where he's wrapped down just in front of the sideline. So it'll be a nice gain to bring up a third and manageable. Look like Fowler's gonna be marked down at the 34 of Versailles, which would mean third and five upcoming as we get near the end of this first quarter. Looks like this is the game plan, just getting the run set early. We've always seen on this opening drive is just runs from Hallsville and after a high-scoring affair last week, this is something you want. You want to be able to control the line of scrimmage and control the tempo of the game. Haberson is going over towards the sideline of Hallsville to get the play call before this third down upcoming. And it looks like we may have a penalty on Hallsville that could have happened on that play. Didn't see it originally, but now the refs are saying that that was a false start, so that'll back him up and bring up a second down and 14. Run play does not count unless it was a false start on the third down play, but I don't think... Hallsville would really ever come out of the huddle and was set. So we're going to have to see once they change the scoreboard right here whether that was on second down or third down. Well, either way, they're going to be backing up. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it's just you would prefer that it was on the second down. I guess if you count the run then it was on third down, you'd be right back to where you were, 39. Yep. Do you want second and 14 or 39? 
ball will be placed at the 32-yard line, so it's going to be second and 11 upcoming. So it is second down on the play. Lampkins and Seavers, excuse me, that's Lampson and Isaac Stinson lined up left side. Now that Rush are going to have another discussion, obviously cannot figure out the correct down in placement of this football. It's been an interesting start to this game for the Hallsville offense. Didn't expect the quarterback to not be out there. Runs every play. The, the two flags that we can't figure out. Now another ref discussion. Can't make it easy, can they? I've seen a lot of high school ball, and I've seen a lot of football in general in my life. I haven't seen the, something like this before. Which just uh, there's just seems to be some confusion about the placement of the football, what down it is. I think when it's all said and done, Hallsville now starting to back up a little bit more. Now they're walking off the five yards, and it looks like they're going to snap it from about the 34 instead of the 32, which that makes sense because yeah. it was second and nine, and now it'll make it second and about 13 or 14 yards. At least there's no question about whether it's a fifth down like the, the Colorado uh, football team back in the early 90s. Maybe we'll get one of those circumstances this season. So now we're ready to go. Hallsville looking to get things going again. On offense, shotgun formation, Xavier Stinson at quarterback. He's going to keep it running up the middle option and is met with contact right about the 30-yard line and pushes it ahead inside of the 30. He was met head-on by a couple defenders, including Gavin Brantley for that Versailles defense, and Stinson fell ahead to the 29-yard line. That'll bring up third and eight. You can see he was running the uh, sprint option to the left and just be able to nice, make a nice where you put your head down and get some yards. So defense looking to make a stand here for Versailles. Three wide receivers on the left side of the formation. That is Seavers, Lampkins, and Gage Harbison. Right side stands Isaac Stinson. Pistol formation foul in the backfield right behind new quarterback Xavier Stinson. So walking up to the line of scrimmage, Stinson calling out protections. Just five men in to pass protect, and here comes a snap. Third down, it's going to be a run right side all the way. Stinson comes up, field breaks, tackle 25, still going 20, 15. He's inside the 10, and he's brought down on a third down run. And nicely done there by Xavier Stinson to thread the needle through the middle of the defense and break a couple tackles to move the chains. Third and eight, he picks it up about 20 yards and gets Halsell into the red zone. Difference on that run is getting your shoulders north and south right away, wasting no time with east and west motion. Just getting up and north and south, getting your shoulder squares, reading your blocks, and just taking yardage up the middle. So Stinson gets it to the eight-yard line, first and goal from the eight upcoming. Exact same formation, trips left, one wide receiver on the right for Hallsville. 2.18 to go in the first quarter. Versailles up 6 nothing. Stinson runs right. He's going to keep it himself. Angles upfield at about the five-yard line. He's going to be met just in front of it by three different Versailles tacklers. Nice work there, swarming to the football. And it looked like he was led by Trace Murdoch and Gavin Brantley, and that'll bring up second and goal. Maybe a few yards picked up. It's going to be two. And they ruled that Isaiah Waller was the official tackler on that play. So now second and goal from the six upcoming as we wind down this first quarter. Hallsville looking for the first score on their first drive. Quite the difference here between the previous weeks where we may go through this quarter with only two drives happening. A very quick quarter, but that's what you see when you see a lot of running the football. Hallsville has not attempted a pass yet. Only two pass attempts on the other side for Versailles on their first drive. Second and goal from the six. It's going to give Fowler running left side. Tries angles it up at the five. He's driving to about the three-yard line, and that's where he's going to get met. And they will not allow him to push forward any farther. So it looks like it's going to be a third and goal upcoming from about the three-yard line as Hallsville looks to get on the scoreboard. I expect this to be four down territory, not only because Hallsville doesn't have a kicking game, but also they've been running it really well on this drive. So third and goal upcoming. Hallsville 
on their first offensive drive, and it's been with Xavier Stinson at quarterback, although he has not made a throw. It's essentially bending the route, the ground game for Stinson and Harrison Fowler in the backfield, although Hank Heller comes in and the running back pits the formation for Hallsville. Stinson's going to give it to him. It's actually Fowler. I misread the jersey number, and he is brought down in the backfield by a swarm led by Gavin Brantley, and he actually lost yards on the play, and that's going to give up fourth and goal. I saw just the four for a moment and thought that the running back, Hank Heller, had come in off the sideline, but it was a 41. It was Harrison Fowler, but he was dragged down right away, and that's going to bring up fourth and goal and a timeout upcoming before a big play for this Hallsville offense. Hallsville, they call a timeout. I like the decision here by Hallsville to call a timeout. Big play, looking to tie the game, and when you need six yards on fourth and six, I think this is a smart call. Yeah, it is a smart call. It gives you time to get your play call, get the right play call that you want, and we've seen all runs on this drive, Ben. It makes you wonder if we're going to see maybe a play action, something trickery, or just another run play. Well, does Hallsville trust Xavier Stinson to throw a pass? This could have been a one-drive thing to preserve Nichols where he planned to run the ball the entire drive. So this is very, very interesting here. You saw twice last week where Coach Kiners called timeouts, and then the offense came right back out and had a perfect play dialed up. I actually see Cole Nichols standing on the sideline right now completely suited up. So it, it doesn't look like it's an injury matter. It's just something unforeseen. But he is not coming out for the fourth down and sixth play. And now the defense for Versailles is also back on the field. So nice tackles on this drive by combinations of Isaiah Waller, Trace Murdoch, and Gavin Brantley. And they're looking for one more stop here to keep Hallsville scoreless with 41 seconds to go in the first quarter. Pistol formation, Fowler in the backfield, and Stinson ready to take the snap. Two wide receivers on the right side, one on the left. Strong left protection. Stinson drops back. He's going to throw, but there's a flag, and that'll be a false start. So the play won't count, and Hallsville will back up even further. Fourth and 11 upcoming. That's going to be tough for a Hallsville team to pick up a fourth and 11 to get into, get into the end zone for a score. Guys. Looks like they're going to try a pass play with Stinson, so wonder if they'll come back again with another pass play. So fourth and goal from the 11-yard line. Versailles got the ball first to start this one and went 66 yards, caps it out with a Tyrus Olsen 10-yard rushing touchdown. And ever since, it's been the Hallsville offense run after run all the way down the field. But now, after being backed up five yards, we'd assume probably going to have to throw the football on fourth and goal from the 11. We'll see what Xavier Stinson has in him. Lampkins and Seavers line up left side of the field. Stinson on the right. Fowler in the backfield. Harrison will block. Stinson drops back. He's going to fake the play. Now he's going to throw. He's throwing to the end zone, and he overthrew his intended receiver, Isaac Stinson, who had at least it looked like a chance there to catch a touchdown, but Stinson led him too far out of the back of the end zone, and that'll be a turnover on down for Hallsville. They are stopped at the 11-yard line and kept off the scoreboard. So Versailles will come back out on the field. We're going to have another good drive on offense. Wow. And if they have one like they did a few minutes ago, Hallsville could be in some trouble. The Stinson brothers couldn't connect on that one. Like you said, Isaac Isaac Stinson was wide open. He had a had a go route, had a step on his man, just overthrow by Xavier. Looking to get the Stinson, Stinson connection. Couldn't quite get it. So Hallsville goes from their own 39-yard line all the way to the 11 of Versailles, but then is stopped. So Versailles now take over at their own 11, and Olsen is under center. Two running backs gives to right up the middle, and met immediately by Garrison Ballard is going to be, I believe that was Edgar who got the carry. It was, so second and long upcoming, and that might take us to the end of this first quarter. Hallsville has played good against the run so far. This Versailles team is going to challenge them up front, though. 
a defense that hasn't par played particularly too well, especially last week. They're going to get challenged up front by this Brazil team. You can see they like to run the ball. So it was a loss of two on the play, and with second and 12 upcoming, that will do it for this first quarter. And the 0-3 Brazil Tigers are looking to make a statement. They lead this one 6 to nothing. Hallsville on defense when we come back to start the second quarter on the Show Me Sports Network. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Both teams making the walk all the way to the other end of the field as we get ready to go for the second quarter on the Show Me Sports Network. Ben Schmidt campaign. And the Indians trailed this one six to nothing after a quarter as Tyrus Olsen had a 10-yard rushing touchdown for Versailles. And now they're on offense once again, second and 12 from their own nine. Under center, it's going to be Give running left side and breaking a tackle, but then fumbling the football was Edgar. Did Hallsville fall in it? I don't think they did. I think Versailles is going to retain possession here as that was really close to being recovered by a couple different defenders for Hallsville. But Versailles fell on it, and Edgar catches a break right there, but third down along upcoming. It looked like either a, a, a Xavier Stenson or Aiden Ski was able to get in there and kind of just cause that fumble. Couldn't quite read the last number on it, but either way, almost disaster four for sales. So third down and nine upcoming. They actually end up picking up three yards on the play, and this is the spot where Hallsville was vulnerable in the first side. You have two first down conversions on passes, Xavier Jones and Olsen. And it's going to be run left side for Olsen. And he is hit right before he can get to the line of scrimmage. And making the tackle to drag him down will be Kale Nichols. And Hallsville gets a third down stop. Nicely done by the defensive end, Nichols. Great way to come off the edge there and disrupt the running play early. And essentially just stop him right in his tracks. Like I said, this for sales offense is going to be challenging Hallsville up front. Sales like to run the ball. That's what they do. That's their identity. Just Hallsville's got to be able to stop it. So it looks like, even though it looked to be a run play by Olsen all the way, Nichols did get the tackle in the backfield, and now you would assume Versailles will be punting it away. Sure looks like that. Gage Harrison is back at about midfield to return this punt. It is boomed away and a nicely done one. It's going to be fair caught right at the 40-yard line by Harrison. An excellent field position upcoming for Hallsville as they will start in Versailles' territory at the 40-yard line. Can't ask for much better than that. It's going to be key. Who do we see coming out at quarterback? Are we going to see Xavier Stinson or... Colton Nichols. 
It'll be first down and 10 from the 39-yard line of Versailles. And like you, I'm, I'm most interested to see who is going to be taking snaps under center. Halsell started their first drive on their own 39. This time they get on the Versailles 39. And it is once again Xavier Stinson who will take the snaps. So expect a heavy dosage of runs. Although he does go shotgun empty set. Could this be a designed quarterback run? It is strong left with a blocker on the line of scrimmage in Harrison. It's going to be a screen pass to Fowler. It's caught at the 40-yard line, angling right side, breaks the tackle at the 38, and then falls ahead to about the 35. So it should be a nice gain there. Pick up about four or five, bring up a second down and manageable. Gets Stinson his first completion of the game, and that's to Fowler on the screen, lined out a wide receiver. Halsell will go no huddle. Exact same formation coming up. Three wide receivers on the left, including Fowler, and on the right side, is the wide receiver Stinson. It snap is bobbled and then picking up Stinson running left. He breaks tackle the 30 and then falls ahead to about the 27. That will turn in to what should be a first down for Hallsville after the snap was bobbled by Stinson but then picked it up and just kept on running and now to move the chains up to the 35-yard line. Nice to heads. the 33-yard line. Nice heads-up play. Stinson was able to pick up his own mistake and sometimes that throws off a defender when they see the ball on the ground. A nice positive play to make something out of nothing. So first down and 10 at about the 32-yard line. Same formation, just reversed. And now the snap will be brought in by Stinson. He's looking left all the way. He's got a receiver caught at the 20. Angling left side, 15-yard line. Isaac Stinson is going to be very close to a first down. I think he got it. And that should move the change on another completion there for Xavier Stinson. And he completes it to his brother Isaac to move the chains. And Hallsville is rapidly approaching the end zone as they will now snap the ball from the 15-yard line of Versailles. They go hurry up offense. Clap of the hands. Stinson's going to keep it. Running left side up the middle. But then he's hit and swung down immediately. Believe that was Trace Murdoch who got to him in the backfield. And that one goes nowhere. So second down and about 10 upcoming. They will lead the Stinson connection this time to get the first down, but got walloped by Trace Murdoch on second down in the quarterback uh, power run. Trips right for Hallsville and then one on the left side, empty set. And it's going to be a screen right side. Fowler, same play we saw a moment ago. He catches at the 15, driving the legs to about the 11. So that should get it to a third down and a medium as it's the just same exact screenplay, but reverse to the running back, Harrison Fowler. And that'll bring up a third down from about the 11-yard line. They need to get to the six to move the change. They can get a first down without scoring, but Hallsville trailing six to nothing with 8.40 to go in the first half. Trips left side, Stinson's gonna take it. He runs left side, turns the field to 10. At the five, he's got room. He's driving ahead inside the five. He's gonna be brought down short and very close to the goal line goes Xavier Stinson and Hallsville does get the first down. And now we'll be in business first and goal upcoming on the third down run. It was quarterback sweep all the way. He read it off the left side, found a hole, and then just turned on to Justin, tried to get to the end zone. But Versailles able to stop him short. It, quite interesting. Hallsville started out the game slow, methodical running, and now they're going like this up-tempo running offense with little bubble screens mixed in here and there. And did they rule that Stinson fumbled that football? We saw no mention of it, but now coming up, the Hallsville wow. offense is running off the field. I think Xavier Stinson fumbled that football. And that's really surprising because there was no dogpile or even motion that he did fumble. And it goes from Hallsville having it first and goal to now Versailles with the football. Bang, you mentioned he hit it on the nose. There was no signal of a fumble, no anything of a fumble. But I guess the ref saw something we didn't. So give the one fumble to Xavier Stinson, who was trying to pick up the first down. Essentially already had it when he lost the football. And now Versailles will come up for their third drive of the game. They punted last time out. That was just a few minutes ago. And now it'll be first and 10 from their own four. 
And Tyrus Olsen and this offense will head back out onto the field. Two running backs behind Olsen who will take the snap, give, and actually keep it himself running left side. He's brought down and just barely gets out of his own oh. end zone. They called it safety. They called that a safety. That's surprising because it looks like he got out, but that's going to be ruled a safety. And Olsen is going to be brought down in the end zone, and that makes it a 6-2 to two ball game. I don't know about you, but from here it looked like that ball was out across the goal line, and that's huge on the QB sweep running left side that Olsen's brought down. And like you mentioned, the ref closest to it ruled that a safety. Yeah, he ruled a safety. Like you said, it, the Olsen was able to reach out before he was tackled. It looked like it was past the well, at the one, essentially. The other ref may come in and overturn this call. Nope, it's ruled a safety, wow. and Hallsville is on the board. Ben, with uh, Hallsville high-powered offense, who would have thought their first score of the game would be a safety? That'll be the first safety of the season recorded by the Hallsville defense as they bring down Olsen in the end zone. I think that was Kill Nichols who was the main guy in on the tackle, the defensive end, and that's absolutely huge. And now the Hallsville offense will come back out on the field trailing 6-2. to two. First safety we've seen in four games all year. First safety we've seen at all covering Hallsville this year. But my goodness. You go from a very late fumble call on Xavier Stinson that gives Rasales the ball, and then they turn it right back over to Hallsville with Tyrus Olsen not being able to get out of his own end zone. Surprising call, I will say, just from here, I thought they were going to rule that he got out, but Hallsville will take it nicely done by the defensive line of Hallsville. They have gotten pressure. Yeah. Even though Rasales has the one touchdown, they've been able to stifle the run so far and have gotten pressure on Olsen. If not for a couple big third down completions, I mean, the Hallsville defense has played a really good first quarter and some change. Ben, you hit it on the nose. If it wasn't for third down completions in the passing game, it, it probably wouldn't be this deficit right now. Hallsville has come out and stopped the run solidly. They filled the gaps. They set the edge. They're doing everything you want on a run game. So Hallsville will be back to receive the punt, and it'll be kicked off from inside their own territory for Versailles. So you would assume that Hallsville would get good fuel position. 8-16 to go in the first half, and they show this thing 6-2. to two. That's a fun score. I don't see that one too often. And it's going to be Gage Harrison back deep to return, as usual, for Hallsville. And the third variation of this Xavier Stinson-led offense will be taking the field for the Indians in just a moment. Kicking from their own 15-yard line will be the Tigers. And in just a moment, they will be punted away. It is kicked, and it's going to go into the own side of the field. It is muffed and dropped, but Ski falls on it. He now goes to his own 45, but they rule that Hallsville is going to be down right where it was bobbled. Didn't see where it was bobbled exactly yet, but then Aiden Ski came over and picked it up. And thankfully for Hallsville, that could have gone much, much worse, but the Muffins squib away too far, and Hallsville will start at their own 45. Hallsville able to avoid disaster there on the Muff punt, but now they got possession. Ben, I don't think we were expecting a basketball score at a high school football game today. Absolutely not. I mean, it's it's been some, some sloppy play. I don't think it's unfair to say that so far. It's so. Been, been a little bit sloppy, but it's been each team has been slow and methodical. Uh, Hallsville went up tempo on the last drive a little bit. Wonder if we're gonna see the same same the same thing here. So first down to ten up coming from their own 45, 8 10 to go on the half. Hallsville down six to two. And Xavier Stinson back out there to take the snaps for Hallsville. Isaac Stinson lines up out to the right side for Hallsville. Still waiting to place the ball. Looks like they're gonna back it up a couple yards to the 43 instead of the own 45. Interested to see what the reason for that was so late 
in the play. So on 43 for Halzer, they're going to have to go 57 yards if they want to get into the end zone for the first time. And pistol formation. Ton of men blocking on the plate. Just two wide receivers for Halsell. It's going to be Give running right at the middle. Fowler, but then he is met immediately as getting into the backfield with Trace Murdoch. And that's going to go as a loss of yards. Halsell is going to move back to their own 40, second along upcoming. Excellent play by the defensive lineman, Trace Murdoch. Well, Trace Murdoch shot a gap there and was able to disrupt, make some disruption in the backfield and able to tackle Fowler for a loss. Loss of two on the play, so second along from their own 45-yard line. Excuse me, own 40-yard line. It's second and 13. Drive started at their own 43, but now it moves back to the 40-yard line. Three wide receivers all in a bunch on the right side, and Fowler in the backfield. Stinson takes a snap. It's a screen to Lampkins. He's going to catch it, turns up field 40, angles to the 45, and then runs right into a defender. That was Jackson Gideon, who he made contact with and fell forward to about his own 46 so that should be a gain of about five or six on the play, and they will rule him 46-yard line, so third and seven here in just a moment. Jackson Gideon coming over from the cornerback spot, able to chop down the taller Lampkins by going low and getting that tackle. Also just getting the ball back and recording a safety when they tackled Tyrus Olsen in the end zone a moment ago. The quarterback sweep was failed by the Versailles offense. And now the Tigers defense looking to get Hallsville off the field. Stinson at quarterback calling out the signals. Two wide receivers on his right side, one on his left. Fowler right behind him in the pistol formation. Stinson will take a snap. He's running left, pitches it to Fowler. He's got some space, angles up, 45-yard line, breaks tackle, but then it's hit. And that'll basically be a gain of nothing as right in there to make the tackle was a variety of different defenders for Versailles, led by Cage Pritchett. And it's going to rule that actually a loss of one there on the play as Fowler, although it looked like he had space at first, was very quickly meant. And you would probably expect a punt here upcoming for Hallsville in fourth and eight. We haven't seen a true punt from Hallsville yet this year. Maybe it's a, a pooch punt. No, it looks like it's going to be. Xavier Stinson is backing up a little bit and Versailles has a men back deep to return. Yeah, it looks like Xavier Stinson is going to punt this ball away. He takes it and will give it a kick. It's angling right side. Not hit all that well. It lands at about the 37 yard line of Versailles. So they will start in decent field position. Not near midfield yet, but they'll start at their own 37 for their fourth drive of the game upcoming. Hallsville so far has gone turnover on downs, fumble and punt. Not the crisp start, but they have made a change of quarterback. Xavier Stinson has been under center for all three drives. You would say not crisp start, but they, they've had some uh, decent plays in the running game. Grinded out type of game. Ben, when we were driving up here, I said, I really hope we see a grinded out type of game, and that's what we got right that's now. That's exactly what we're getting so far. And Both teams have been a whole lot of runs. Only two completions so far for Tyrus Olsen and this Versailles offense. Both came to Xavier Jones-Nolan on the first drive of the game. Third down conversions. Olsen then a couple plays later ran it in from 10 yards out. That's how you get the one Tigers touchdown. And Halsell then brought down Olsen in the end zone on the last drive for a safety. So if you're wondering, how in the world are we at 6-2 to two in favor of Versailles with six minutes to go in the first half? That's how we got to where we currently stand. And now Versailles coming out for the third offensive drive of the game. Pretty much for all of this one, they've ran with two running backs in the backfield, Cage Pritchett and Ty Edgar. And the two main receiving threats have been Xavier Jones-Nolan and Jackson Gideon. And before this drive starts, a timeout being taken on 37-yard line is where Versailles will look to go to work and drive 63 yards to get their second score of the game. They are looking to get their second score of the game. Like you said, um, Hallsville has had success stopping their running game, but what's killed Hallsville on defense is the passing game on third down. Uh, one was an off-platform throw. Just lucky to draw there by the quarterback. Great play by the quarterback, Ty, uh, Tyrus Olsen. But 
if you're Hallsville, you gotta you gotta be able to stop them in third down passing game. Hallsville defense is back out onto the field, just waiting for the huddle to conclude on the Versailles sideline. Sun is set here in Versailles, Missouri. Ben Schmidt campaign bringing you all of tonight's coverage on the Show Me Sports Network. Hallsville at one and two on the season. Versailles at zero and three. Both teams coming off losses last week. Indians lost 59-58 to Boonville. And Versailles 75-14 to Eldon. First down, run right side. Olsen, he then pitches it to the running back, but then met in the backfield. Aiden C comes down to make the tackle at about the 32. That'll be a loss of about four and five as Ty Edgar was brought down. Nicely played by the safety as the 5'6 senior came screaming in to make the tackle in the backfield. Second and 15. Good way of seeing ball and go getting it. And he got in there quickly and was able to show his range at safety. So Olsen started to run with the ball to the right side and then pitched it to his running back, Edgar. But Hallsville defense was very quick to attack to the football, obviously expecting run there. Only two times Versailles has thrown the football were on third and longs, and it's second and 15 with 5.23 to go in the first half. Two wide receivers left side, two men in the backfield. Versailles also takes a snap under center. He gives running right up the middle and getting to about the 45-yard line as Cage Pritchett before he's brought down. Excuse me, I believe I said 45. Meant to say 35-yard line, so it should be a gain of about three yards, and that'll bring up a third down and 12 coming as Pritchett didn't have a whole lot of room to work with, and now you can probably expect a pass up coming for Versailles. Well, third and long, like you say, you're going to expect a pass play here. Unless they want to get more room for their punter, but they got plenty to work with right now. Third down and 12, same formation as usual. And Versailles offense getting ready for this third down play. It's going to be roll left by Olsen, trying to buy himself some time. He's got some time and then throws on the money, but it's dropped by Xavier Jones-Nolan. Had it at the 50, would have moved the change for his third catch of the game, but it went in and out of the hands. But it doesn't even matter because holding is called on the offense, so catch wouldn't have even counted. Would assume Halls was going to decline this and take the fourth down. And that looks like it's exactly what they're going to do. Penalty is declined. That'll bring up fourth down. Fourth down you would assume Versailles will boot it away here in a moment. Give credit to Hallsville. They get the stop, throw, although they do get a little bit of luck as Jones-Nolan did not bring that one in right in midfield, although even if he did, yep. would have brought it back on the holding call. So Gage Harrison will go back, getting ready to receive a punt. Hallsville's fourth offensive drive is coming up. Second punt of the game upcoming for Versailles, unless they fake it. Wouldn't put it past him. Harrison stands at his own 40-yard line. Here's the punt. It is booted away. Harrison having to back up as that one's over his head. A nice punt that'll land at the 20, and it takes a favorable Hallsville bounce to roll out at about the 25-yard line. When that first fell down, I thought that was going to roll inside the 10 of Hallsville, but it does take a favorable Indians bounce, and Hallsville will start at their own 25-yard line for their fourth drive of the evening. And here comes Colton Nichols out onto the field. And it looks like Hallsville's quarterback will make his first snaps of the game here on this fourth drive with 4.22 to go in the first half. We'll have to talk to Coach Connors after the game just a little bit about what the plan was with Xavier Stinson being the quarterback for the first three drives of this one. Now here comes Colton Nichols. Yeah, you definitely have to talk to Coach Connors about that. My guess is it's probably about preserving his body. Connors did say that in the pregame interview about preserving him, wanting to be able to save him from down to stretch for big games. So here comes Cole Nichols, the junior with 11 rushing touchdowns and six passing touchdowns. It's going to be give. Nope, Nichols keeps it on the play action. He will duck a sack and then will just try to scramble away. And he gets away 25 yard line. There he goes, 30, 35, 40 yard line. That's going to be a first down, a gain of 15. And how about that? Colton Nichols turns nothing into something. That should have been a sack and a loss of yards. And instead, it's a 15 yard gain and will move the chains. 
There's the dynamic quarterback for the Indians showing up on his first play of the game. This is what this is basically an injection of what this Hallfield offense needed. Nice play, nice scramble drill by Colton Nichols. So the man who's averaging 230 rushing yards per game gets 16 on his first carry. Here's a screen right side. Fowler, 40-yard line. He's got space, 45-50, and then drags a Versailles defender to about the 47-yard line of Versailles. The Indians are into Tigers' territory, and back-to-back -back first downs on the first two plays of this drive. Offense looking completely different with a new quarterback under center. Their starting quarterback, Hallsville moving quickly, trips right, and Nichols all alone in the shotgun. First and 10 from the 47. Nichols looking left all the way. He throws, it's caught at about the 41-yard line. Looks like that's Aiden Lampkins, far side of the field, who makes the catch, and that'll bring up a second and short in just a moment. That actually was not Lampkins. That was Isaac Stinson who makes the catch. First completion of the day for Colton Nichols. His offense just looks more energized now that Colton Nichols is out there. They're basically getting ready for the snaps a little bit quicker. Nice big plays to start out. Second and five, screen to Fowler. He shakes the tackle with the 45, angles right side, 40-yard line, and then falls ahead to about the 38. Needed to get to the 37, so it'll bring up a third and very short. It was a screen pass, and Fowler was almost blown up at the 45, but then shook a tackle, and now it'll bring up as the ball is placed down at the 38-yard line, 39-yard line, so third and two upcoming. Same formation, just flipped as Nichols is alone in the shotgun. Trips wide receivers to the left. Nichols looking right all the way. Throw to Isaac Stinson. It is off the hands and incomplete on the comeback route, and it was broken up by number 11, Xavier Jones-Nolan. Nice play by the corner, and fourth and two now will be upcoming, and with 2.59 to go in the first half, Coach Conyers is going to spend a timeout for this Hallsville offense, and a slight limp to Cole Nichols as he heads off the field. Don't know if that is the reason maybe we didn't see him or if that was sustained on the rushing play on his first play of the game because he looked very dynamic on that rush but with a slight limp heading off the field he just took off his helmet so I would guess he probably will not come back out for this fourth and two upcoming and it's a shame for the Hallsville offense because they're getting an injection of energy from uh, Nichols so but now we maybe know that that could be the reason Nichols was suited up on the side on the entire time when Xavier Stinson was at under center at quarterback. The first three drives for Hallsville. Nichols finally comes out for the fourth drive of the game with Hallsville having yet to score a touchdown. And has a big 16-yard run on his first play and believes that's what maybe would have hurt his ankle. And now fourth and two upcoming with about a minute or so. Actually, I believe it's 2.59 to go in the first half. And it looks like Xavier Stinson is going to be back out there at quarterback. Who knows? Maybe the ankle starts feeling better that, but that could have been the last time we see Colt Nichols for the Knights. It could also be cramps. That's another thing. Yep, that also that's a good that's a good call. So fourth down and two, 39 yard on Xavier Stinson shotgun formation. He's going to take it running up the middle. He's going to drive his way very close, uh -huh. and I think he's going to be ruled short. It all depends on the spot. It's going to be close. Like you said, it looks short from where we're at. Ball is going to be placed very close to the marker and I think it's going to be short that'll be a turnover on downs the second of the game for Hallsville and they are once again kept from getting close to scoring a touchdown it's going to be a yard short on the run by Xavier Stinson and here comes the Hallsville defense trailing six to two it's a tough break there for Hallsville they're, they're having some momentum and then Colton Nichols just come up limping with his ankle and then couldn't pick up the fourth down with Xavier Stinson QB run play. 
So Nichols comes in for about four or five plays on his first split drive of the game and then leaves once again. Own 38-yard line for Versailles on offense. It's going to be give running right up the middle is Ty Edgar, and he's going to get a nice gain on first down, makes it to about the 42-yard line. Should be a gain of about four. Starting to wonder if maybe this Hallville defense will get a little bit tired because Versailles has been really, really run heavy these past couple drives. Well, really just start off the game. Second and six, two and a half to go in the first half. And Versailles, who has been run heavy, only three pass attempts, leads this one six to two. Hosel did get a safety a couple drives ago. Under center, two running backs in the backfield for Olsen. He will take the snap, give running right side. And met in the backfield is Cage Pritchett. And he might have got back to the line of scrimmage, but not a whole lot more. They may even give him one yard on the run. Looks that way, so should bring up third down and five as a swarm of Hallsville defenders brought down Pritchett on the run right up the middle. Good good comeback play by the defense. They only get, they gave up four yards on first down, which is not ideal, but they were able to stop one for a loss there. Third down and five, one yard on the run up the middle by Cage Pritchett, and only two wide receivers in the play, two men in the backfield. Olsen will take a snap under center, tries to draw the defense off sides, and now a timeout will be burned by Versailles. They were going hard count all the way right there, and Halsell did not jump. So timeout would be called. What are you thinking that Versailles is talking about before this third down play? I think they're talking about, well, we got picked up five yards, six yards on the first rush and then lost or gained one on the previous rush play. So maybe you're talking about doing something a little bit different, maybe. Because we've seen when Versailles has gotten these third down and medium, third down and short plays, they've ran the ball. So we'll be wondering to see if they come out and pass here in this kind of third and medium. Coach Warren Seitz looking to direct his Tigers team to their first win of the season. They sit at 0-3. Halsell's defense probably playing their best half of the season, although there were a couple second halves early on in the season where they allowed just six points. But overall, since that first drive where they allowed Versailles to go 66 yards for a touchdown, it's went punt, safety, punt. And now with a third down and five upcoming, could have a chance to force another punt upcoming, depending on what happens on this third down play. But based on the injury sustained a moment ago by quarterback Colton Nichols, if Hallsville even gets the ball back here with about a minute or two to go in the first half, could they even move down quickly enough to make any noise? Because who knows if they can even throw the football. So third down and five minute 41 to go in the first half. Olsen under center. Yells out the signals. Now takes a snap and will roll out to his left. Looking to pass. He's got a man. And it's going to be intercepted on the far side on Hallsville. Returning at 45-50 and then dragged down just inside Versailles territory. Far side on. I did see exactly who that was. Look to be, I believe that was number three for Hallsville, and if it is, that would be an interception by Braden Nichols. Can't totally tell because it was far sideline, but it doesn't matter because Hallsville has an interception, and they will take over in Versailles territory. Nicely done as the pass was thrown high by Olsen. It passes settled on Olsen. He was out of the pocket trying to make a play on the run, and it just went over, passes went over the head of the receiver and be picked off by Hallsville. Good, good energy. Hopefully this can inject some more energy into the Hallsville offense and carry that momentum. It was a single-digit number that made the interception look to be number three, but it was the complete far side of the field. Running right all the way. Stinson now going to pitch it. Running right side. Fowler, 50-45. He's got a blocker. Right side, 40. Goes out of bounds at about the 35-yard line. Nicely done right there to start the drive as Xavier Stinson was following the blocks of his offensive lineman. And has Halsell in business moves the change with a minute to go to minute 22 to go in the first half. That was a perfect option play right there. Stinson held it as long as he could, and then just pitched it out for Fowler, and Fowler will read some blocks, break some tackles, and bring it upfield. 
Now first down and 10, screen right side. Gage Harrison has got it, breaks tackle 35, still moving ahead, gets to about the 30-yard line. So only a gain of about four, brings up a second and medium as we approach a minute to go in the first half. Hallsville has just one timeout. They burned two of them already as they trail 6-2, to two, getting close to halftime. Indians offense will go hurry up, trying to get in the end zone for the first time. Xavier Stinson at quarterback in for the Hurt Colton Nichols, Harrison Fowler in the backfield with four wide receivers in on the play, both bunched up, one pair on the left side, one pair on the right side. This drive started just a few plays ago, and Xavier Simpson will take the snap. It's a QB option. He turns it up field, 30-yard line. Now he angles left side, 25-20, breaks tackle, and is inside the 20-yard line, and the ball may have come out, and they're looking. Did he fumble the ball a second time? I believe he did, and yeah. that would give Versailles the ball again. Wow. It looked like it would be a great play by Stinson. He was able to read his blocks and then cut back to the left side, like you said, but ball comes out, a second fumble of the game, and Hallsville just can't get anything going on offense. So with 30 seconds, 7 seconds to go, Hallsville already trailing 6-2 to two and driving. Play would have gotten them inside the 20-yard line, but Xavier Stinson with his second fumble of the game. Hallsville's also had two turnover on downs and a punt, so just not a very good half of offense for Hallsville on their five drives. And here comes sales for their sixth of this first half starting at their own 17-yard line. 37 seconds. We'll see how aggressive the Tigers are willing to be. Two wide receivers in on the play. That looks to be Gideon and Jones-Nolan. It's going to be a run left side, turning it upfield, but then Metz breaking the tackle. Nicely done by Cage Pritch. It doesn't get a whole lot more. He broke the tackle of the linebacker, Lane and Seavers, and gets up to about the 22-yard line. So it should be a gain of about four or five, but Versailles looks to be in no hurry. I think they're just going to take this one to halftime, and as they walk off the field, they will be walking off the field with a lead. Tigers are on top 6-2 to two on a very sloppy half. Good defense being played, but offense is not showing out a whole lot here through the first 24 minutes of this one. Like you said, Ben, the offense has had its struggles. Xavier sends to start up the first four drives. Then Colton Nichols comes in, comes up limping after a big scrambling play. And Hallsville offense just can't get anything over. The last two fumbles when they've gotten near scoring position. And honestly, it's kind of a disaster right now for Hallsville outside of the one safety and the defense playing strong in the run game. So Hallsville coming in at 1-2 and two looking to snap the two-game losing skid. And the defense has played about as well as you can ask for. The offense being led by tight end. And now apparently quarterback Xavier Stinson just hasn't had a whole lot to work with. Nichols did come into the game, but lasted just about four or five plays before heading back off to the sideline. Who knows if we will see him in the second half. But now we'll take a quick break. We've got about 15 minutes or so until the second half starts. We will use that to recap what we just saw and look forward to what hopefully is a Hallsville comeback in the second half. We'll be back in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network for halftime coverage. Hallsville trails this one 6-2. to two. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. 
Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Attention Indians fans, here's your chance to help the student-athletes of Hallsville by becoming a member of the Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Your gifts help provide all Hallsville athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Hallsville Athletic Boosters this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Hallsville Athletic Boosters or email them at HallsvilleAthleticBoosters at gmail.com. Let's go Indians! Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers. With some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions at the boone county journal we're with you all the way we know that you're more than just a subscriber you're an employer you're a parent you're a neighbor most importantly you're a community member it's our goal to provide you with the latest news sports opinions obituaries classifieds and more to keep you informed about your community to find out more about the boone county journal or to subscribe call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com the boone county journal we're with you all the way Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. 
It, it is certainly a ground and pound style of football. You're not lying in that one as it's been run after run. I think only three pass attempts so far for the Versailles offense, and two of them were completed for big first downs uh, when it was third down medium, third down and long, and they were completed from Tyrus Olsen to Xavier Jones. No one, he's been the big receiving threat. But outside of that, it's been run after run. And the big story from the first half has to be just the fact that we have not seen the regular quarterback on offense for Hallsville, something you and I were completely unaware of. Maybe we were just out of touch heading into this one, but had really no idea that we weren't going to see Colton Nichols, at least not in the starting capacity. Talked about it in practice this week with, with Coach Conyers, but Nichols has not been playing. Obviously a little banged up, looks to be ankle cramps, something in the leg variety because we saw him come in for just a few plays and then head right back out for an injury. It's been Xavier Stinson who I, I think has done an admirable job yeah. with running the football, but clearly is not going to be throwing the ball down the field with him under center. They've tried some screen passes and medium routes, but not going to stretch the field with Stinson taking snaps under center. And when, and when you're not going to be able to stretch the field, you're really going to have to rely heavy even more on your run game. And right now I expect Coach Conyers in that locker room to be challenging the manhood of his offensive line and said, hey, we're going to ride you guys. I want you to attack and not be on your heels. Well, you said this to me just a moment ago before we came out of the break, that this is going to be a downhill half of football. Challenge the offensive line just because you know so many runs are going to be called. You know that Versailles isn't going to throw it a whole lot, whatever the score is, whether they run the ball with Cage Pritchard or Ty Edgar. One of those two is going to get the ball most of the time. But you can assume that Holds will as well, whether it's giving it to Fowler or having Xavier Stinson throw the football, and then really the only form of passing is the screen pass, which isn't that much different than a run. You're going to have to challenge the offensive line to get downhill, get out in front of their blocks, and uh, really go to work. I guess an offensive yeah. lineman, that's probably what you live for. Honestly, we hear NFL guys saying, hey, we got like a 10-10 run play scripted up and ready to go. The offensive linemen are all hammered up about it because that means they get to attack the defense, not the other way around. So let's recap a little bit of what was sloppy for the offense. It's good for the defense in the first half of football. Hallsville trailing 6-2. to two. The one touchdown became was on the very first drive of the game, and the Tigers received the football, started at their own 34, and proceeded to go 66 yards, capping it off with the Tyrus Olsen 10-yard rushing touchdown on the edge of the red zone, highlighted by two big third-down completions to Xavier Jones-Nolan on the drive. The only man with receptions, he has two of them. Those are the only completions of the game. Olsen and the Tigers' offense have not thrown a lot. Ever since so for Versailles, they've gone punt, safety, punt, interception end of half so the Hallsville defense has really locked in including forcing that safety which is where the Indians get their only points of the game came on the third drive where Hallsville was turning at their own four excuse me Hallsville was playing defense at the four yard line for sales starting at their own four and tried to run a QB sweep with Tyrus Olsen and he was tackled in the end zone by Kale Nichols and multiple members of that Hallsville defensive line and that we thought at the time maybe that would be some momentum, but it has not as ever since Halls was gone. Punt, turnover on downs, and fumble. And the biggest key is so far that there were multiple times where they were deep into Versailles' territory, and both of those times ended with fumbles by the impromptu quarterback, Xavier Stinson. So offense is going to be the key. Can they look, can it be some semblance of an offense, and how would it look in the second half? Would we assume we probably won't see Colton Nichols in this one? Uh, um Maybe, maybe we will, maybe we don't. He did come up limping after that scramble play, so something to look out for. But like you said, maybe we don't really expect to see Colton Nichols back in this one. But if you're Coach Conyers, you're pulling Xavier Simpson aside and saying, hey, you got to hold on to the ball, Sonny. You're like, we're going to be riding you, be riding your run game, the offensive line. you got to be able to hold on to the ball. Because he's had some nice run plays, especially one towards the end of the half, that last fumble there. He was able to cut up to the left side and get some decent yardage, and the ball just came out. I think the big thing here as well is how the workload for Harrison Fowler 
and I'm sure he is completely healthy, but did they want to give him a workload this big, his second game of the season coming off an injury? No, he was limited in carries last week, and now in the second game, I mean, he's getting the ball a lot just because they have to rely on him. He's the star running back in the yep. offense, whether it be on the run plays or on the screen pass. He's already had a four or five screens come his way where he's essentially just lining up in the slot and catching the ball right off the bat. So how will Fowler fare in the second half? And we've seen Isaac Stinson make a few catches, but outside of that, receivers haven't done a whole lot, and then part of it is just because they haven't thrown the ball a whole lot. But can we see more impacts out of the outside men in Seavers and Lampkins when they do get the opportunities? You will assume it would come at some point, but do they take advantage of that opportunity Big play that I think we could look back on that's not a turnover, at least not a turnover interception or fumble-wise, was the fourth down and goal from about the 10-yard end for Hallsville in the first quarter when it looked like Stinson had his brother Isaac in the end zone and overthrew him, clearly showing shines of not being used to playing quarterback. And if that one is connected, Hallsville is leading this one either 8-6 to six or 10-6. to six or, Yeah, 8-6 to six or 10-6. to six. Instead, they trail, but plenty of time. And I, I think we're going to see a good offense to start the second half just because you know you're starting with the ball yep. and have a whole 15 minutes of halftime to play out this drive. I think they're going to I think they're gonna rely on Fowler. Um, like you said, uh, from a coaching standpoint, it is something you got to keep in the back of your mind. He, Fowler is coming off an injury. He was limited last week. But as a player, Fowler is going to be like, give me the ball, feed me, and we're going to ride this and see what happens in the fourth quarter. Now, if you're Hallsville, you want to come out, again, control the tempo, control the game, and once you get down to scoring position, go get a touchdown. I think, though, as a Hallsville coach as well, you have to be impressed with the performance of your defense, especially on the defensive line so far. Kale Nichols, I feel like I've called his name on just about every tackle. Garrison Powered has been in there. Lennon Sievers has made a couple tackles. Aiden Ski from the safety division, safety position came flying down to make a tackle at one point. So the defense has been much, much improved. It's night and day difference than what we saw last week. And obviously you're facing a different offense, one that doesn't throw the ball in the capacity that Boonville did. But you've got to be impressed with the defense. And I'm sure Coach Connors and the rest of that staff are saying, hey, we need two more zeros out of you guys for two more straight quarters. And, and we may escape here with a win with a backup quarterback, unforeseen circumstances. But uh, before we get this thing going for the second half, any final thoughts, Cam? Uh, you're going to have to win this up front. Again, Conyers is going to be challenging the manhood of both his offense and defensive line. Get pressure and attack downhill. That's going to be the key to the second half. Well, when we return on the Show Me Sports Network, the comeback attempt again for the Indians showing 6-2 to two in just about three minutes from now. They will take the field getting ready to go. Ben Schmidt campaign will have the second half for you in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust 
Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Second half just about ready to get going on the Show Me Sports Network. Ben Schmidt, Justin Payne, just about ready to call this second half of football on this Friday, the September 16th. Hope everyone's having a good start to their weekend. If you didn't make the trip out here to Versailles, thanks for spending it with us. Although I will say there is for that home that away side stands. I mean, it's pretty full of purple. There's a lot of a lot of fans yeah. over there for for a drive that's a, it's 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 no drive to Centralia like we saw a couple weeks ago. I mean, it's a it's a little bit of a commute. It is a little bit of a commute. We're just uh, south uh, southwest of Jefferson City, just a little bit north uh, northwest of Osage. So. Uh, hell of a heck of a trek. We, we drove about an hour and 15 minutes away from, from uh, Columbia to get here. So interesting score at halftime. If you're just joining us, Hallsville trails this one 6-2. to two. Yes, you heard that right. 6-2. to two. They gave up a touchdown. Extra point was no good by Versailles on the first drive of the game. Then locked in on defense and forced to safety tackling the Tigers quarterback, Tyrus Olsen, in the end zone for two points. But nothing on the offensive side for Hallsville, and if you're once again just joining us, part of it is because they've had their starting quarterback, Colton Nichols, for all of about four or five plays. Do want to point out that Nichols is throwing passes warming up on the sideline, but that could just be trying to stay loose. He's throwing passes with Xavier Stinson, the man who has been playing quarterback, so this could just be Nichols trying to help the quarterback warm up. You don't know how big of a risk it would be to put Nichols in, who was clearly not 100% on about the four plays we saw him. He came in on what was the fourth drive of the game for the Hallsville offense and was moving the ball very well ran for 16 yards where he escaped yep. four or five tackles in the backfield and then immediately came up limping on the play and then left before a fourth down so it's interesting to see what happens but I I'm interested to see why that's all I have to say I know I keep saying that but yeah it's just, it's night and day difference on offense when you have your tight end playing quarterback versus your actual quarterback playing yeah. quarterback uh, you hit on nose um tight end playing quarterbacks not the Best case scenario, I mean, we saw with the Denver Broncos a couple years ago when they had to play a wide receiver at quarterback, but uh, it'd be interesting to see if, I wonder I wonder if Colton Nichols was in the ear of his coach in the locker room, like, hey, I, I am banged up, but, like, put me on the field. Let's go see if we can do something, but I I wonder, I mean, he was throwing Walmart passes, but you got to take that with a grain of salt because it was throwing Walmart passes to Xavier Stenson. Hallsville and Versailles both huddling in about the, 40, 50 yard lines of their respective sidelines, and it'll be Versailles kicking it off to Hallsville. Versailles started with the ball on offense in the first half, went right down and scored a touchdown. Hopefully, Hallsville can do the same thing. Nichols is standing on the sideline. Helmet is on, but like I said, don't want to speak too soon because who knows if he actually has a real chance of coming into this game. If not, it'll be Xavier Stinson, who has certainly had spurts. He's had moments where he's where he's been able to lead the offense down the field, especially with the run game, but the couple fumbles were crucial. Hopefully that's something that Hallsville and the coaches work on fixing. At half, three men back to receive for the Indians, led by Gage Harrison as usual. 
And the cornerback and wide receiver Jackson Gideon will kick it off for the Tigers. Waiting for the final 20 seconds of the clock to wind down before we start this third quarter. It's going to be a fun half to watch, Ben. I know you like to run around and pound. You want a oh, low-scoring yeah. second half. I want, I want no passes. I want some touchdowns. That's I, want, I want more grinded out. I want no passes. You'd be fine if maybe even a couple more safeties. We throw on a couple yeah. and uh, uh, we, we could see. Uh, a let's, let's, let's call it two more safeties and a touchdown and a 12-6 to six win for Hallsville. You'd accept T that? Take away the touchdown. Take, so you, that would I want more safeties. Six to six, three, I want more. Three Add a couple more safeties. Three safeties and an 8-6 win. We're about yeah. to find out. <laughs> it is kicked away by Versailles. Harrison catches it at about his 12-yard line. He's got room to work with 35-yard line and runs through some tacklers up to about his 43-44. So close to midfield, Harrison just ran in a straight line right into a swarm of Versailles defenders, took him on headstrong, and good starting field position on the first drive of the half for the Indians. Return of about 30 yards. Brandon Dobbins made the tackle, and Hallsville will start at their 45-yard line. Generous spot there. Only 55 yards to go for Hallsville, and it'll be Colton Nichols out on the field. Oh. The quarterback is back. Hopefully it's for good this time. He's going to show some grit if they come back and win this game. So Nichols in the shotgun, gives running from left to right. Nope, he keeps it himself. He's running left side, 45-50, breaks tackle. Other 45, and he's at the 40, and down to about the 37-36 of for sales and there it is once again second time he's coming to the game and for the second time on his first play he's got a rush for a first down and the elusiveness right there was on display goes from his own 45 yard line to the 36 of her sales you can see the energy just shift on offense when Nichols is in there and you know he's got to be hurting right now but he's a special kid Shot some grit pistol formation Fowler behind Nichols he's going to drop back look to throw he's got Lampkins makes a catch 35 and then is brought down so I think he'll be marked down right at the 35 would mean about a gain of six as Lampkins gets his first catch of the game on a comeback route looks like they're going to mark him at the 36 so just a gain of five 31 pardon me I do apologize so catch is made for Lampkins his first of the game second down and five upcoming second half just underway Halls are down six to two and Colt Nichols in for a second drive of the game after Xavier Stinson played quarterback for most of the first half. Two wide receivers line up to the right side, one on the left. Nichols takes a snap. He's rolling left. It's an option. He pitches it to Fowler, who catches it. He's got very little room, makes a couple of moves to then pull defenders inside the 30-yard line to about the 28. That could have easily been a loss of yards, and he's going to turn that into about a gain. A three doesn't get the first down, but Fowler getting the shoulders moving north and south gets it to the 39-yard line and a third and three upcoming. Just shows Fowler's been in the weight room. He's just carrying defenders, get a couple yards. Third down and three upcoming first drive of the half for Hallsville. Seavers lines up right side. Lampkins and Isaac Stinson on the left. Xavier Stinson is in the block. Nichols shotgun formation. He's going to give it. No keep it himself. QB Reed, he makes a move, but then is brought down right at about the 38-yard line. I don't think he got uh -oh. the first, and Nichols is down, and Nichols is hurting. He is still yet to get up was hurt on the tackle, didn't get the first down, and now he's still yet to get up. Looks like he is not feeling too good, and the coaches will come out and check on him. Hulls was starting quarterback, just in for his second drive of the game. Now has helped up. But once again, you would assume that he will leave the field. Fourth down will be upcoming, ball spot at the 29, so actually no gain on the play. And Nichols will trot off the field. Not the small limp. I would say probably not as noticeable as the one earlier, but he is surely yeah. going to be off the field. 
and Will Hallsville take the chance of putting it back in at a certain point in this game. Yeah, he did take a big hit at the end of that too. So the QB option and Nichols decided to keep it instead of pitching it or giving it to Fowler. And now fourth down and three upcoming first drive of the half for Hallsville. So it'll be Xavier Stinson moving back into the quarterback spot. Gage Harrison comes on presumably to take the tight end roll in change of Stinson and now same formation pretty similar Lampkins and Seavers left side excuse me Seavers on the right side Stinson Isaac Stinson is on the left shotgun formation run right side Xavier Stinson trying to turn the corner he's got room 35 he's going to get the first out 2015 he's inside the 10 and out of bounds at about the nine yard line Xavier Stinson showing the speed as he beat a Versailles cornerback to the corner and gets the first down and Hallsville is in the red zone that's a great first play of the drive at quarterback for Xavier Stinson. Was a great first play. He was able to get to the edge, outrun defenders to the edge, and just nice strong run and get north-south too. Xavier Stinson went out of bounds at the seventh, so it's first and goal from that spot. Harrison lines up wide on the same side. It was like Fowler's in at Wildcat. Fowler is right behind Stinson, but I think he might take the snap. Stinson motions from right to left. Fowler's going to take it. Wildcat runs up the middle. He's at the five. He's driving the legs to the goal line, and he is in. Touchdown, Hallsville. Harrison Fowler's second of the season, and it's from seven yards. Hallsville is now taking the lead eight to six. Just a nice, easy run off Wildcat snap. Viserals uh, was definitely prepared for a run, but Fowler read the block, showed some strong running, put the head down, and got in the end zone. So Hallsville's got their first lead of the game, and they're up 8-6. to six. They take two and a half minutes, go 55 yards. They lose their quarterback, Colt Nichols, in the process, but have the read. And you called it out with the Wildcat early. Fowler gets his second touchdown of the season, his first rushing touchdown of the season, and now Hallsville will go for two. It's Xavier Stinson back in to take the snap at quarterback. He's got Fowler in the backfield. Fowler will give way to Stinson, who tries to run. He's driving to the goal line and churns the legs and gets in for two. Nicely done there by Stinson who was met before the goal line, but then drove the legs. And now the Hallsville crowd is getting loud because Hallsville's got a 10-6 lead. Ben, I, I think you and the Hallsville crowd was excited to see a touchdown. I was very excited to see that touchdown. Now maybe if they have the lead, if you want to play defense. I mean, I wouldn't be yeah. complaining about a 10-6 score final. So Hallsville gets their first touchdown of the day thanks to Harrison Fowler's Wildcat. Seven-yard touchdown. And now here comes the defense out for the first time this half when we return in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. back out there to now kick it off first time they've gotten the chance to do that since the opening kick where they gave it away to Versailles and now the Tigers offense who has just two completions so far will come on trailing for the first time all game as Hallsville leads this one 10 to 6 9 31 to go in the first or excuse me in the third quarter kick is booted away it's a pretty good one and it's going to be brought in at about the 18 yard line of Versailles ailing from right to left is Olsen now he's got room turns the corner 35 stiff arm now he's to the 40 and falls ahead to about the 43 
He put a stiff arm on Isaac Stinson. And Olsen with a real nice return right there. And now he's going to go play quarterback, showing off the rushing ability on the kickoff. Quarterback on the kickoff team. I love it. That's high school ball right there. It'll be on a 43-yard line for Versailles. As even though it was received inside his own 20, also made a couple of moves. And now Decent started fielding position for the Tigers, who look to jump back out in front. Scoring on just one of their drives in the first half. For sales, had six of them if you include the kneel down. Or essentially running play to end the first half. And now same formation as usual. Two in the backfield and two wide receivers for Olsen who's under center. It's going to be give running from right to left. And then being met in the backfield of breaking a tackle is Pritchett. He shook on the tackle of I believe that was Abel finish, but then picks up a couple. Not a big gain on the play, but avoided what would have been a tackle in the backfield as he shook, like I mentioned, El Finish. And they rule that he will essentially just get back to the line of scrimmage, second and ten upcoming. No, he actually got three yards on the play. They must, he must not have went out of bounds when I thought he did. Yeah, he just showed a nice strong run up the sideline there. So Versailles gets exactly to midfield where they will bring up a second down and three. I think it would be a pretty safe bet here to say that Versailles is probably going to run the football. I think they'll run the football. Um. Second down and three. Olsen will give running up the middle is going to be Pritchett again, and he's going to only get about two yards on the play. He didn't get the first as Cage Pritchett takes a second straight carry and gets to the 48 of Hallsville. Needed to get to the 47, so third and one upcoming as we hit under nine minutes to go in the third quarter. Ben, I think it's going to be another run. I, I would say that's pretty safe to say. I, when think you he, have I think he had two shots, two, really. Two completions and just three pass attempts so far in this game. I mean, you could go whether you see Olsen here on a QB sweep, potentially run it himself, or give another handoff. Do you want to mention before this play, Landon Seavers, the linebacker, just left the game. So they take him off the field at a slight limp. Third down and one upcoming 48-yard line of Hallsville. Olsen will go up under center. Six men into block. Gives running up the middle. Nope, keeps himself. Turns the corner. Breaks tackle. 45, 40-yard line where he's brought down. Gets the 41, actually, before he can make it there as he was brought down behind by Lucas Hollett. But he does shake his way to a first down. Gets about seven and moves the chains for the Tigers on their first drive of the second half. Bang, you called it on a quarterback sweep. He said that was something they may look at, and they did, and they got the first down. So into Hallsville territory now. Second first down of the drive for Versailles. I think they just tried to chant right there. Based on your reaction, I don't think it went too well. Um, it was the T-I-G-E-R-S. First down upcoming as Olsen will look over towards the sideline for the play call. Looks at the armband on his wrist before this first down and 10. Just 41 yards stand between Versailles and taking the lead right back. Ty Edgar and Cage Pritchett are hands on the ground at the 45-yard line as the snap is taken at the 41. It's going to be give running from right to left. Pritchett fumbles the ball, and it's recovered by Hoswell, and it squirts away again. Did they manage to get on top of it a second time? It looks like it, and they did. It was immediately going to be recovered by Abel Finish, but then it bounced away a second time, and it was falling on again as another fumble forced by the Hallsville defense has them stealing the momentum here in the third quarter. You, you pointed out, momentum steal it. This is what you need. You got another touchdown. Marcel's starting to pick up some momentum offense, get a fumble now, and Hallsville's back in business with the football, with a lead too. So Pritchett fumbles the football when he was running on the left side, and it was immediately looked like he was going to be bounced on by the linebacker. I believe that was Elfinish in there, and then it squirted away a second time, but it was recovered at their own 41-yard line, and that's where Hallsville will take over. Can they go get back-to-back -to -back touchdown drives to start this second half 
and put themselves in position to break this losing streak. Saw a seven-yard rushing touchdown by Harrison Fowler a moment ago. He's in the Wildcat, so he'll take the snap. He's going to immediately run it left. He's got some blockers, angles left side, 40, 45-yard line, turns left field, and he angles out of bounds inside the 50-yard line and close to the 45 over Seals. He put the shoulder down and said, get out of my way, and moves the chains on the first play of the drive. That was an old song, Here Comes the Boom, because that's just what he did. Yeah, you, you mentioned that perfectly. I mean, he got close to the marker, and he lowered the shoulder. And although he was brought down, he was pushing the pile forward. He wasn't being stood up right there. So gets from his own 41 to the 45-yard line is where referees say he went out of bounds. Second straight play for Hallsville where Harrison Fowler is taking the snap in the Wildcat formation. Untraditional offense tonight with Colton Nichols seeing very limited action with an injury. Another shotgun formation for Fowler. Wildcat again. He's going to run immediately left side, and he will push the pile inside the 40-yard line, continue to drive his way to about the 37 and a nice gain there on first down. Should make it second and short upcoming. Back-to-back -back rushes for Fowler. Xavier Stinson was in the backfield, but then motioned out of the way, and Fowler took the snap. So some creativity here. Wonderful. We'll keep seeing this Wildcat stuff from Hallsville. It's worked for him so far. I think we're going to see it a third straight time on second and four from the 39-yard line. Fowler will this time run right side. Looks to make a move. 40 angles right side, 35. He's going to get the first down and then drives ahead inside the 30. Took on a defender head on and moved Brady Dobbins out of the way. And now that's going to move the chains once again for Halswell. They pick up the first down and are inside the 30-yard line of Versailles. I don't know whether to be excited for Fowler or uh, feeling bad for Dobbins because, man. I think, I think Dobbins <laughs> took a stinger right there. I think he's still can clean up off the turf. First down and 10, three straight wildcap snaps, snaps directly to running back Harrison Fowler. And it looks like we're gonna get number four at first and 10 from the 28. Xavier Stinson goes in motion. Fowler takes a snap, runs it right up the middle. He breaks tackle and then falls ahead to about the 24 yard line. Continue to churn those legs forward and then was hit by a couple different tacklers. 21, Ty Edgar, along with number 58, Trace Murdoch. You know and what they're doing right now? About four. They're they're hit they're using a sledgehammer to hit a brick wall, and they're trying to break the brick wall of the sledgehammer. It'll eventually work. You know that Holswell's going to run it when Fowler's taking the snap. I mean, it's they're just saying we're going to block better and we're going to move the football, and that's yep. what's happened on this drive. Certainly different than we saw in the first half with Xavier Stinson running the offense. Fowler just converted to the Wildcat quarterback. Second down and short. Fowler takes snap, runs left side, jukes at about the 25, and then is met by a couple tacklers. Trace Murdoch, like usual, in there on the tackle. I feel like I've called his name almost every play on defense, and I don't know if he picked up anything on that play. I think we're going to have third and seven here from about the 25-yard line of Versailles. Maybe you see a pass here, another run? Uh, it could, I could see a wildcat pass. That could be fun. Two wide receivers in on the play. That's Lampkins and Isaac Stinson. Sievers is on the far side in one-on-one -on -one coverage. Backfield, Fowler's got it. He's going to run left. He's got to make a move, and he is brought down in the backfield. He's going to lose yards as in there immediately on the play to make the tackle was number nine, the running back, Cage Pritchett, who just fumbled a moment ago, makes a big tackle right there from his safety position, and it goes from third down and only needing a couple to a loss of yards, and now fourth and long upcoming for the Hallsville offense. It was third and two from about the 20, and I believe... Fowler lost about five or six yards on that play, and with 4.23 to go in the third quarter, a fourth down upcoming, Hallsville takes a timeout. Do you think they're taking a timeout here to discuss the fourth down play? I mean, it, it, do you really want to punt from the 27-yard line? I don't think you punt from the 27-yard I, I don't know what you really do. 
because I, I think without, if you're th if without you're Nichols, you struggle to pass the ball. If you're going to throw the ball, I would probably put Xavier Stinson back in there at QB, but then maybe that gives it away that you want to throw. Maybe, maybe you just wildcat and you throw a jump pass and see what happens. Fowler's had a good see? drive in the wildcat formation. Essentially, it's ran it. I mean, he not essentially, he has ran it. This drive started at their own 41 after the fumble by the running back, Cage Pritchett, for Versailles. And Fowler has basically taken them from their own 41 all the way to the 28-yard line of Versailles. Every play a run to him out of the Wildcat formation. And it was third and short, but now it's fourth down and 10 after the loss of yards, thanks to the tackle by Pritchett, who I just mentioned a moment ago. I would try to sneak someone out, maybe a backup tight end, or maybe just a slot receiver out towards that first down marker, up towards the middle field, really about five yards short of it. And I would line up in that wildcat formation and see if Versailles wants to fully commit to it and if you got someone sneaking out maybe you can tear them up on the backside and get a first down and maybe even a score. Looks like Xavier Stinson is going to be back there to throw the football Abel Fanish comes in at running back three wide receivers in on the play two left and one right Stinson will take the snap with a running back in the backfield, he's going to fake it. He's looking to throw all the way. He's got plenty of time. He could run if he wants. Now he's going to set up. He's throwing to the end zone. Got a man jump ball. And is it caught left side? And it's not going to be Ooh. caught out of bounds as he went for his man on the far sideline. Dayton Lampkins and almost fitted in there to him, but just ran out of room on the sidelines. That'll be a turnover on down. Still one heck of a throw. Talk about a dime on that one, as the kids would say. So holy cow. That was a good throw. Just couldn't quite bring it down. So turnover on downs, and the Versailles offense will head back out on the field starting at their own 28-yard line, first and 10. Also does lead, though, 10-8, to eight, and we will see what they do here on defense when we come back in just a moment. Chance to help the student-athletes of Hallsville by becoming a member of the Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Your gifts help provide all Hallsville athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Hallsville Athletic Boosters this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Hallsville Athletic Boosters or email them at HallsvilleAthleticBoosters at gmail.com. Let's go Indians! Back on the Show Me Sports Civic for Versailles. Second drive of the half. They fumbled on the first one, but are able to get the ball right back after forcing a turnover on downs. And the Tigers showing 10-6 will start from their own 28-yard line. Looking to regain the lead that they lost a moment ago on the Harrison Fowler rushing touchdown. So fourth down play for the Indians is incomplete. First down running left side. Pritchett's going to be brought down in the backfield. Aiden Ski down from his safety position. Keeps him for a gain and nothing on a nice open field tackle. That was one-on-one, -on -one and he made it on Pritchett. Nicely done by the safety coming down from his position. Pritchett had a lot of space. where It looked like he was about to have a big game, but Ski read it perfectly and able to chop down the big running back for a tackle for loss, really. Second down and eight they do rule that Pritchett got two yards on the play so it looked like he was going to be brought down right at the 28 fell forward to the 30 yard lines now second and eight upcoming and you would guess that a run play is probably coming two wide receivers in on it it's going to be give right up the middle and moving to his left Edgar's got room 40 yard line 45 and then goes out of bounds at about the 48 yard line that's the first down on a gain of about 18 yards and a big run right there by the running back, Ty Edgar, the senior, moves the change for Versailles. Versailles' offensive line got a nice, good 
momentum push right at the start of that run. Really what broke open a big hole for Edgar to run through. So Hallsville this half has had two drives, a rushing touchdown and a turnover on downs. This the second for Versailles after they fumbled on their first one over the half. That was Pritchett a few moments ago. One touchdown for this offense. It was a rushing touchdown by the quarterback, Tyrus Olsen, and we haven't called the name a whole lot of. Another running back to Edgar right up the gut, and we'll just pick up a few yards on the play. Ref will spot him at the 40-yard yard line, so a modest gain of two, second and eight upcoming as we approach three minutes to go in the third quarter. One of the offensive linemen, Hunter Chamberlain, is a little slow to get up. Now gets to his feet, but I would think he'll come off the field. It seems like Versailles is very content to just continue to run the football. We've only seen them throw it three times. They've completed it twice, but I think unless they're in a third down and long, we'll probably just see run after run, whether it's the QB sweep with Olsen or give it to one of his two guys in Pritchard or Edgar. And I wouldn't expect anything else different. I mean, they've had some good effective runs. It's their game plan. It is our identity to run the football, and that's what they do best. Second down and eight, right at the 49-yard line of Hallsville. Versailles just into opponent's territory. Taking a snap is Olsen. He's going to run right side. Now pitches it to Edgar, 50-yard line. Tries to turn the corner, 45. Gets right out of bounds at the first down yard line. Maybe even gets to the 40 of Hallsville. So would move the change, but there was a flag dropped in the backfield, which usually means holding, and that should back this Tigers offense up. They're already moving back inside their own territory, so this run should be coming back by Edgar. This game moving very quickly. We're at 8.30 and we're almost near the end of the third quarter. That's because we've seen all of about, I don't know, you probably, we've probably seen less than 10 passing attempts so far in this one. We've yeah. only seen three for Versailles, and I don't think we've seen a whole lot more for Hallsville. I hope we get a fourth quarter with no passes because that's just the, that's just the way football is meant to be played. So holding call was made on the play. It'll go from second and eight to second and 18. So Hallsville gets a break right there. And now a long way to go for an offense that has not gained big chunks outside of a few occasions. Jackson Gideon and Xavier Jones Nelson. And at wide receiver Nolan, pardon me, rolling right all the way. And then a throw quickly to Edgar. Catches at the 45 and then is brought down at about his own 48-yard line. So we'll get right back to about the original line of scrimmage as Olsen put that throw on the money to Edgar. Nice play right there. Picks up eight, makes it third down and ten. Design rollout all the way for Olsen. And we've seen that play go completed to Jones Nolan a couple times. This time it's completed to the running back, Ty Edgar. If it's a throw here, I expect a rollout to the quarterback's right side. But if it's a run, I, I would kind of expect a quarterback run. So Tyrus Olsen so far as a rushing touchdown has thrown a pick. Just three incompletions was also sacked for a safety. Third down and ten just on their own side of the field, 49-yard line for Versailles. It's going to be throw, looking quickly up the seam. He's got a man and is overthrown as a tender receiver, Xavier Jones-Dolan. Would have been tough to complete anyway because Gage Harrison was there in coverage, but it looks like a small spot in the seam for Jones-Dolan, and he was overthrown incomplete. Now fourth and ten upcoming. It's a tough throw to make, too, because there were three Hallsville defenders right in that area and only one Versailles receiver. Tough throw to make, again, just went high, incomplete. For Hallsville, you got to be happy with that stand right there. So Gage Harbison will go back, expecting punt right here, right from midfield on fourth down and ten. Although Versailles not showing punt right away, although I looks like they're going to have 
one of their cornerbacks. I believe it's Brady Dobbins who's going to back up and punt this football. Yep, he's going to stand it right about his own 36 and kick this one away to Harbison who stands just inside his own 20. It is kicked and it will go right into the hands of Harbison. Catches the 20, breaks the tackle, 25, shakes another one and then goes head on driving to about his own 28-yard line. So gets close to 10 yards on the return and then took on a couple of defenders there and the nice work for Harbison to get the starting field position for Hallsville. Ty Edgar on the tackle. We've seen him out of the running back catch a pass a moment ago, and there that makes the tackle. Hallsville up 10 to 6 with a minute 37 to go in the third quarter. Can the offense add on here a little bit, and will we see more of the Wildcat out of Harrison Fowler? So third drive of the half for the Indians. They've gone touchdown, turnover on downs, and now here we go from their own 29. Can they go 71 yards and get their second touchdown of the game? Xavier Stinson in there to take the snap. He gives to Fowler, actually keeps it himself, runs upfield, squares the shoulders and gets to about the 30-yard line. So it'll be a very short gain. One yard is all that he will pick up as he was met pretty quickly by a swarm of tacklers for Versailles. Second and nine upcoming. Sets the tone for this drive. Yeah, you're going to want to run the football, get those offensive linemen downfield. One yard now will turn into three, four, five yards in the fourth quarter. Also playing without their starting quarterback, Colton Nichols, except for a couple plays where he tried to come in. He tried to come in on the fourth and sixth drives of the game for Hallsville, and both times left with injury. Second and nine, just a screen pass to Harrison. Left side, he's got the 30, 35-yard line, and then pushes tacklers up near the 37, and then he lost the football. Is that another fumble for Hallsville? It is a wow. turnover on the fumble, the third of the game for Hallsville, and Versailles is going to take over in Hallsville territory. We talk about there will be ball security drills at practice this week. So it was Harrison who put it on the turf after having the screen pass. And now first down and Ted for Versailles deep in Hallsville territory. Hallsville is still leading in this game. They lead 10 to 6, but the offense has had trouble holding on to the football. And now 38-yard line is where Versailles will go to work. Can they jump back out? with the lead. Harrison, we've seen him in a variety of roles so far this season, tried to do some work on the screen pass, was gonna make it third and short, but then lost the football. First down and 10, dropping back to throw is Olsen. He's gonna watch deep downfield and it is incomplete. Looks like he had Xavier Jones going, but just couldn't get the ball there. Otherwise, that may have been a 38 yard touchdown. Instead, it falls to the ground, second and 10 upcoming. Tigers looked like they may have had something there. Odd uh, first play out for Russell there. They've been run heavy this entire game. Started to go a little drop back pass. That was the most traditional pass we've seen all game. The other the other three or four have been rollouts. That one Olsen actually stood in the pocket, but just couldn't get it to his intended receiver. So far in this half for Versailles, they've gone fumble punt. Now they get this one. Best starting field position of the day. First time they started in Hallsville territory. They started their 38 with 46 seconds to go in the third quarter. Olsen under center gives it to Edgar who fumbles the ball, but I think he fell right on it at the 40. Looks like he did. So what it goes a loss of two yards as Edgar fell down right on top of it at his own 40-yard line. But Versailles moving backwards, third and 12 upcoming. Big momentum killer right there if you're Versailles. So third down and 12, 27 seconds. Versailles can just take this to the end of the quarter if they want to. Play clock is more than what's on the game clock, and it looks like they're going to do just that. So Versailles will walk off the field 
And ladies and gentlemen, we've got a good fourth quarter of brewing between two teams that want to pound the rock. Halzo's got a 10-6 lead thanks to a third quarter touchdown by Harrison Fowler. Can they put this one away in the fourth and get to 2-2 two and two on the season? Or can Versailles nab their first win in four tries and get to 1-3? and three? We'll find out in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network when Versailles is back on offense to start the fourth. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business the following public service announcement is brought to you by the eddie goodell society jefferson city chapter 10 doing little things to make a big difference want to make a big difference in your community be kind to others drive safely and put litter in its proper place join us in celebrating eddie goodell's historic major league appearance as a member of the st louis browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Fourth quarter now, third down and 12 upcoming for Versailles. Potentially big game-changing play in this one. 48-yard line, or excuse me, 40-yard line of Hallsville are the Tigers. Rolling left all the way. Olsen's going to run it. He's got green grass head. 35-30. Angles upfield and runs into a couple of defenders, but I think he got the first down far sideline. That looks to be just about a 12-yard run when the Tigers needed it, and I think they're going to move the change depending on the spot. One thing I noticed at the end of that play, you saw the big boys were sprinting towards the end of that a play, and you can tell the offensive line's energized, his team's energized. Hallsville's going to have to hold out that energy if they want to pick up a win. So needed to get to the 28-yard line, and that's exactly where Olsen got to. And the chant by the home crowd is Olsen with his best run of the day gets 12 yards exactly when he needed and moves the chains. Now first down to 10 at the 28-yard line, fourth quarter just underway, Hallsville leading 10 to 6. It's going to be give running up the middle by Edgar, and that's going to get very little. Maybe gets to about the 26-yard line, so it should be a gain of about two, and it was actually Pritchett on the carry. Second down and eight upcoming for Versailles. In this game, there's been a safety and a touchdown and a two-point conversion for Hallsville on offense. One touchdown for the Tigers on the other side. That was on the very first drive of the game, and now we sit here on their ninth drive, have not done anything on offense since, but everyone will forget about that if they can take the lead back right here ten and a half minutes ago in the ball game, second and eight at the 26-yard line of Hallsville. Olsen goes under center. He's got Edgar and Pritchett in the backfield, two wide receivers in on the play. It's going to be give to Pritchett running up the middle, and he gets inside the 25-yard line, but not much further than that. Maybe gets one yard. It looks like that's where the ref is going to put it. I think he's going to rule it at the 24-yard line, which would mean a third down and six upcoming pivotal play upcoming for the Hallsville defense. It all knows pivotal play upcoming. Uh-oh, player's still down on the field for Versailles right now. Looks like an injury. Maybe some cramps. Can't tell who that is right there in the middle of the pile. You hate to see it, too. So while they take a timeout and attend to that injury, we're going to take a quick break on the Show Me Sports Network. Hallsville looking to get a stop on third and seven with 10 to go in the game when we return in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. 
At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions back for some fourth quarter action for sales and Hallsville on the show me sports network injury was to cage Pritchett, but he was able to walk off the field under his own power so very good news right there as the running back looks like he may be all right, after that run, picked up just one, and that makes it third and seven from the 25-yard line of Hallsville for this Versailles offense, trailing by just four, so a touchdown puts them back out in front. And with Hallsville really not having a quarterback on the other side of the field, it could prove very large. So big playoff coming on defense. Olsen will walk up and go under center. He's still got Edgar back there in the backfield. Wide receivers Gideon and Jones-Nolan. Olsen will now take the snap, turn handoff, running up the middle is Edgar, and he's met quickly. He doesn't even get to about the 22-yard line. He needed to get to the 18, so that'll bring up a fourth down and short. You have to think Versailles playing for fourth down there to elect to go with a run. Go and for fourth it. fourth down and short upcoming gets to the 21-yard line, so Versailles is going to need three more yards to move the chains. You do go for it here. It's the right call. Go for it. Pick up some yards. You got two downs to get this. Well, now you got one, but... Fourth down upcoming, and it's jumbo set for Versailles. Six men in the block, two in the backfield, needing three yards on fourth down, nine minutes to go in the game. Versailles trails by four. Olsen under center as usual, going with the hard count. I think they were just trying to get him off sides, and Halsell did not jump. Excellent work right there by the D-line, and a timeout now taken by Versailles. That's some good discipline right there. That is some good discipline. It makes you wonder... If Versailles wants to kick a field goal, be interesting. Not an easy kick for a high school kicker. They tried the extra point earlier, and the kick didn't even make it to the crossbar. So from right here at about the 21-yard line, it would be about a 38-yard field goal, like you mentioned. That's a tough kick, pit, tough kick for a high school pitcher. And you would have to think, if Versailles really trusted that run offense, you would think they could get three yards. They've got about 30 more seconds to figure out that play call after the timeout was spent. First timeout spent of the half for Versailles. Hallsville still has all three of theirs left as the Indians lead this one 10 to 6. I mean, it's a good chess strategy matchup. You don't run initially play right there. I mean, now you've got a timeout, which you can drop a better, uh, what do you call, play call. But again, it's more of a chess match. You want to see if you can draw them off. If you don't, no harm done. Call a timeout one second left on the game clock. Not the game clock, play clock. And you're fine. There's been three completions in this game, two of them for Xavier Jones-Nolan, both of them picking up first downs on third down. The other was completed to the running back, Ty Edgar. But fourth down and three, Versailles looking to go for it. Two wide receivers in, it's Jones-Nolan and Gideon. Edgar in the backfield, Olsen under center. Here we go. He's going to roll left all the way. It's a QB run. He's got no room, and he is brought down behind the line of scrimmage, and that's going to be a turnover on downs as multiple Hallsville defenders were flying to the football, and they keep Olsen from moving the chains. Hallsville's offense will take over. Big players make big plays, and that's what you get from a Hallsville defense. They stood up when they needed to and got a much-needed fourth down stop. 
So Hallsville's defense keeps for sales from getting into the end zone for the third straight time this half. And overall, the eighth straight drive where the Tigers offense has been kept scoreless. And now here comes Hallsville. Can they have a game-sealing drive nine minutes ago up four? And you would assume a whole lot of runs upcoming. And the shotgun is Xavier Stinson, the tight end turned quarterback for this game. He's got Harrison Fowler to his right. It's going to be a keeper by Stinson running up the middle 35-yard line. Pushes the legs moving to about the 40. So a nice gain there on first down. Excuse me, I said 40. meant 30-yard line. Should be a gain of five to bring up second down and five. I'm saying this is a fun game to watch. I love the chess match. love the running the ball. Got great defensive plays. If you like offense, this isn't the game for you. If you like grinding it out slugfest, this is it. Second down and five after Stinson kept it. And if you oh, successive successful drive here, even if they don't score a touchdown for Hallsville, they could burn a whole lot of clock if they're just going to continue to run and run and run. Stinson in the shotgun, three wide receivers and a running back, Fowler, that's back there. Expecting runs, second and five. Stinson's going to keep it again. Goes north to south and dives up to about the 38, so doesn't get the first down. And the nearsider ref is saying that he only got to the 31. Based on where he dove, I thought he was going to get closer to the 33. And it looks like it's going to be put down right to the 32-yard line, third and three upcoming for the Indians. I believe I said 38 in there. I'm always five yards off. <laughs> One of these games will get it. So third down and three. Maybe the entirety of the offensive line for Hans are looking over for the call from the sideline. Lampkin, Severs, and Isaac Stinson all lining up near side. Xavier Stinson, pistol formation, takes snap. It's an option play, running right, turns it upfield. He's close to the first down. I don't think he got there. He was right at the marker. It depends on the spot. And if they mark him at the 45 or 35, that would be enough for a first down. And it looks like it's going to be. That's going to move the change. Three yards is what he needed. And three yards is what Xavier Stinson got. Good way to put the shoulder down and be tough there by Xavier Stinson. Got the first down yardage. Now going to look like a draw out more clock. This drive started with about nine minutes ago. They've run it down to seven minutes. So exactly what the doctor ordered, <laughs> at least so far. Looks like we're going to have Wildcat here with Harrison Fowler, the running back, getting ready to take the snap. He's running left all the way, tries to follow his box. He's got room, 40-yard line, 45. He's at the 50-yard line, shakes a tackle and gets into Versailles territory, brought down at about the 46-yard line. And that's a big gain right there of just about 20 yards as Harrison Fowler gets the job done from the Wildcat formation. Harrison Fowler, big running back. Like I said, we thought maybe coming off the injury and being on the basically a carry count last week, maybe it'll be Vector in this game, but no, it's not. He's carried the ball well and has been a strong running back for Hallsville. Gets it to the 46-yard line, and once again, everyone looking towards the side on Xavier Stinson, who's been quarterback for most of this game, is in the box to a second straight Wildcat snap for Harrison Fowler. He's going to take it, run right, following his blockers up the middle 40-yard line, and then driving his way to about the 35-yard line, and that's going to get right to the first down. Needed 10, got 10, and move the chains again. Hosel's offense is on the move. You can see the fatigue starting to settle in. Those one, two-yard rushes earlier starting to turn to five, seven, eight. And that sludge hammer that was hitting that brick wall earlier starting to break through a little bit. Well, after the multiple straight runs in a row, an official timeout will be called. So the Hallsville defense that started, or excuse me, Hallsville offense that started the drive at their own 30 has moved it up to the 36-yard line of 
this Tigers defense and with a score here could essentially put this game in May or just continue to burn this clock only six and a half to go on the game if you burn let's say three more minutes on this drive gotta feel very good if your Hallsville trying to move to two and two and knock off for seals on the road definitely want to give them really no shot left to put any more points on the board I think Hallsville learned a lesson from last week and I think they'll play a little bit more clock and see if they can run down even more for if they can go get a score. Just a moment ago, Versailles was driving to try and take the lead, trailing 10 to 6, and they got deep into Hallsville territory, made it inside about the 30-yard line, but then quarterback Tyrus Olsen on a QB keeper was stopped trying to break it to the outside. Hallsville's defense so far with the play of the game, and that's how they currently have the ball looking to salt this game away. Def er, offense back out on the field for the Indians. It'll once again be Xavier Stinson and Harrison Fowler. Essentially, those two are going to combine to take this one all the way home running the football. Definitely got to ride those two and your offensive line. Offensive line has been your meal ticket. They've been the lunch pill, guys. Expect you to keep riding them here. So first down and 10, 36-yard line of Versailles and 6.29 to go. Empty set, wildcat formation. Stinson goes in motion from right to left, and Fowler takes snap. He's running left. He doesn't have a whole lot of room, and then turns it up field, gets to about the 33-yard line. So nice work even turning that into about a gain of three yards as there was a whole lot of penetration from the Versailles defensive line. Second and seven upcoming. 33-yard line. Now as we approach six minutes to go in this fourth quarter, Hallsville can put this one away if they can just continue to burn some clock, something they were not able to do last week when they didn't run the clock all the way down against Boonville. Offense has not been there in the scoring department, just 10 points, but they have been without their starting quarterback, Colton Nichols, for all of about except 10 plays. So Wildcat again, Fowler running right side this time. He's going to shake and bake his way to the 30-yard line and then drives ahead inside of it to about the 20, but tackle is made before he can get to the first down. 27-yard line, I meant to say. Looked like he was going to be stopped in the backfield, but then stutter stepped and cut it upfield and makes this a very manageable third and short. Patience, that was the key. Offensive line was able to get up in front a little bit, and he was just patient and then saw a little hole, stutter stepped and shot up through it. Needing just two yards are the Indians third and two from the 28. Now 5.15 to go. This is a perfect drive so far for the Indians. They've already wasted about four minutes getting the ball up 10 to six. Third down and two, 28 yard line. Ken Harrison Fowler in the Wildcat formation pick it up. Seven men in the block. Fowler running up the middle all the way. He bounces off left side. He's got the first down. 30, 35, 20. Breaks a tackle. He's inside the 15 and dragged down at the 12. That'll go for 15-plus yards and move the change. And Hallsville putting the pedal to the metal now as they look to put the nail in the coffin. Harrison Fowler has really become a bell cow here late in this game. Like I said, taking wildcat snaps, taking off handoffs. Whatever he's done, he's been, that, been able to do it well. So a lot more Wildcat in the second half, especially giving Fowler the ball. And now just outside of the red zone is Halls, where they've got first and 10 at the 11, four and a half to go in the game. Touchdown here for all intents and purposes, puts this one away for win number two for Hallsville. Another Wildcat formation, three wide receivers in on the play. Fowler will take the snap like usual. He's got it running left side all the way, angles up the field, 10-yard line, now cuts in towards the middle, and he's going to get to about the seven should go for about three or four. Looks like they're going to mark him at the eight, would mean a second and seven upcoming. Well, if there was any concern about Fowler in a carry count or a snap count, it's been thrown out the window tonight. Not, not tonight. Is. There's been some stepping up. 
I mean, even Xavier Stinson has played a role I'm sure he's not used to. Harrison Fowler on the wild card. It has been a gritty performance so far. So 350 to go. Far and far from over, but it's been a gritty performance from Hallsville down their starting quarterback. In motion from right to left goes Xavier Stinson. Fowler takes snap. Going out the middle, 10-yard line, driving inside the 5, and he's going to get, I think, to about the 5 or the 4. Needs to get to the 1 for a first down, so it's going to be third and short upcoming. See where they put him officially. I think he's going to mark him at the four, which would mean third and three upcoming. And you can expect another run on the way for Hallsville. 3.20 to go in the game, up 10 to six. And strong runs, burning clock. That's the game plan right now for Hallsville. And a timeout will be called by the defense of Versailles, sensing the importance of the moment. Interesting decision here. We've seen Hallsville been the main culprit of the timeouts before a big third down play upcoming, but I kind of like this decision by Versailles to call the timeout here because if you let them score for all intents and purposes, it's it's a two-score game and the game's most likely over. So you need to get a stop here and keep Hallsville out of the end zone. I think this is a smart timeout because they have been on the field. For now, we're pushing close to seven minutes. Yeah, I mean, Hallsville's definitely said, we're going to grind it out. That's what they've done. And the thing is, you pointed on it. If it comes a two-score game, Versailles does not have the passing attack to make this closer. So they have to get a stop here. And... They're going to have to get down and get to the end zone quickly. But it's likely Hallsville is thinking two shots to get this. Ben Schmidt campaign on the Show Me Sports Network. It's been a tough game for Hallsville. The defense has really showed up for the Indians. Is after a first drive touchdown for Versailles and the drives that have followed all eight of them, they have held Versailles to punt, safety punt, interception, end of half, fumble punt, turnover on downs. That is one heck of a showing for the Indians on defense, keeping the Tigers from adding on any more points. Had the safety as well. Hosel did get their one touchdown on a seven-yard rushing touchdown by Harrison Fowler of the Wildcat formation. We've seen Xavier Stinson play quarterback for essentially all of this one outside of a few Cole Nichols snaps mixed in there, left with injury both times. Here we go out of the timeout. Looks like Wildcat formation as it's been for most of this drive. Third and three, needing three yards to get the first down, four to score. Fowler's going to run up the middle, left side, breaks his tackle, driving inside the one. He's very close, and he's in. Touchdown, Hallsville, and that will make it a two-score game as Harrison Fowler has pushed it into the end zone for the second time tonight. Fowler got rewarded on this drive. He was the bell cow. He showed it, and he got himself a touchdown. Nice reward for Fowler. Turns into a two-score game, and it's likely singing, uh, basically a, a singing win for Hallsville. So Hallsville goes 70 yards, takes nearly six minutes off the clock, and ends it with a rushing touchdown. They now lead 16-6 to as Fowler gets his second rushing touchdown of the game. He was met with contact at about the two, but drove his way in. And now Hallsville with three or four left of the game is going for two. Stinson will give it to Fowler running right side. Angles up, and he's in. That's a two-point conversion, a successful one. And Hallsville now leads this one 18-6 to after a beautiful put-away drive here in the fourth quarter. We've got three minutes to go. Versailles will be back on offense when we return in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit vocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. 
Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. Also football back on the Show Me Sports Network. Ben Schmidt campaign. Halsel leads this one 18-6 with three minutes to go as they have rode Harrison Fowler so far to the finish. And this one is kicked away. It's muffed at the 20, but they're now picking it up, running up to the 25-30 yard line and falling ahead to about the 31 will be the returner for Versailles. That looked to be number 21 on the play. That's Ty Edgar who gets things started. And now at 2.57 to go, Versailles needs two scores after a beautiful drive a moment ago by Holesville where they go 70 yards, take about six minutes off the clock and cap it off with a Harrison Fowler four-yard rushing touchdown. He's got two rushing touchdowns on this game. So own 31-yard line is where the Tigers will start. They started on their own side of the field in every drive but one and have just the one touchdown to so for it. Olsen is under center. He's got a throw. It's a screen play, but it's not going to count because that'll be a false start, and that'll back up Versailles first and 15 upcoming. One thing to note about Versailles, they do not have a, a good downfield passing attack, but if you're Hallsville, you can't sleep on him because if, if you sleep on him, you'll get burnt deep. So 2.54 now to go in the game. Halls are looking for the final stop to put this one away and win here would move them to 2-2 two and two on the season. Versailles looking to avoid an 0-4 start. It's been a rushing attack for them all game as Tyrus Olsen has just three completions, two of them to Xavier Jones-Nolan. It's been the bell cows of Ty Edgar and Cage Pritchett so far. Pritchett has a fumble. Olsen is the one who had the touchdown on a rushing touchdown. It's Gideon and Jones Nolan in at wide receiver. Two men in the backfield, first and 15 now. Olsen's looking to throw, throws it up the seam, and it's going to be incomplete as he looks like he may have had a man there in Isaiah Waller at about the 40-yard line, but it was knocked away nicely in coverage. Did not see exactly who that was, but Waller had it knocked away at the last second. Nicely done by the Hallsville defense. Nicely done indeed. Defenders able to get the hand in there, knock it down. So now second down and 15 upcoming. Plainly took four seconds off the clock as Waller had found a gap in the ball. Got there basically at the same time that the defender did, so it's knocked away incomplete. Under center, as usual, is Olsen. Two men in the backfield and two wide receivers are on his left. He's going to give it to a running back, Edgar, who's going to get a couple yards on the play, close to about the 28, so it looks like he's going to get just one and a third down and long upcoming 2.40 to go, and a timeout will be taken by Versailles before this next play. Interesting call there on a run on second and 15, but it just does not seem like Versailles is an offense field to push the ball down the field through the pass. They are not. Um, they're, they're definitely with the offensive design and with the team's design, they are ground and pound, play tough defense, and when you're down two scores, you need a passing game. That's just not the recipe for success if you're Versailles. So gonna have to do some major work here, get 13 yards. Seen Versailles pick up two big third and longs on throws from Tyrus Olsen to Xavier Jones. Nolan, that was much earlier in this game, both actually on the first drive. 
where Versailles scored their six points, have not been able to find anything since. So timeouts being used, just about 20 seconds left. Would have to assume that we'll probably see a pass here. We're going to pick up this first down and keep the game alive. I wouldn't expect anything else but a pass. Definitely comes four down to territory. Hallsville sensing that they are nearing a victory here. Just a little over two minutes. Stop here would give them a chance to run the clock out as Versailles is now out of timeout. So at 239, Hallsville could really run this thing all the way down if they get a stop. They've got to stop Versailles two more times, third down and 13. We have not seen their sales offense line up at shotgun all game, and they will not do it here. Wide receivers are on each side with two running backs in the backfield. Olsen drops back. It's a straight drop back. He's going to have all day to throw in the pocket. Now he's going to take off and run 30-35. He's going to be slung down at about the 40, brought down from behind by a nice tackle there made by the Hallsville defender. Thought that was number 57, but I don't think we have a 57 on the roster for Hallsville. No, that was number 67. I apologize. Jake Crane. One of the linebackers, or actually one of the defensive linemen for Hallsville, made the tackle, keeping Olsen short of the first down, but he did get a nice gain there. Got 12, needed 13, so it's fourth and one. We'll see what Olsen and this offense can do. Under Definitely center, going for it. Absolutely. 2.06 to go in the game after the crane tackle. Fourth and one, it's a run. Nope, kept by Olsen, trying to get to the outside. He's going to turn the corner, get the first down, and he's brought down at the 50 from behind. So nice work there to turn the corner, at least to get the first down, and then making the tackle is... Going to bring him down was the safety ski getting in there. Move the change though is under two minutes for sales is on the move. Hit it on the nose. If he doesn't turn the corner there and able to get the edge, we're not talking about a first down for sales right now. And it's going to be a spike on the play. So with 149, Versailles will draw, will stop the clock. Does mean a second down is upcoming. Now into Hallsville territory at the 48-yard line. They started at their own 31 for Versailles, not moving too quickly. Now with 149 to go, one stop here for Hulls where they could run out the remaining time with no timeouts left for Versailles. So one stop is all that Hallsville needs. And now second and 10 after the spike, Olsen will head back into the huddle. About 15 more seconds on the play clock before Versailles has to snap this ball. Far side, Xavier Jones, Nolan, and then Gideon will now switch with him. Jones, Nolan running to this side, six seconds. They've got to snap the football. Now everyone gets set. Olsen will call hike. He will drop back, straight drop back. He's got going to be pressured, floats it up the seam, and it is knocked away by the safety, Aiden Ski. He was able to get a hand on that football. Was intended for the tight end on the play. Nicely done. It looks like that one was in the direction of Tristan Albertchett. Could tell for sure who that was, far side. Nope, that was not Albertchett. That was the running back, Ty Edgin. Edgar, pardon me. So third down and 10 upcoming after the spike and incompletion. 143 to go. Hallsville leads this one 18 to 6 after scoring 16 points in the second half. It's going to be a snap, drop back, throw quickly, and it is then knocked down at the line of scrimmage by the defensive line. It was number 66 who made the knockdown at the line of scrimmage for Hallsville. Looks like Tyson Perigo is going to bring up a fourth down and 10. Nicely done by the defensive line. Heads up play, able to jump up and bat a pass down. So got to have it right here. Versailles do or die trailing this one 18 to 6. If they cannot convert here, this game will be over. 
almost at midfield, 48-yard line of Halsell is his first sales offense. Olsen under center. He's got two wide receivers to go to. Looking quickly, slant route over by Gideon, but he's not going to get the first down. Ski makes the tackle at the 40. He needed to get to the 38, so that'll do a turnover on downs. Versailles does not pick it up, and for all intents and purposes, that's the old ball game. That was the goal for Halsell. Be 1-0 this week. Get back to 2-2, two and two, and now all your season goals are still there for you. So nicely done there, although Gideon made the catch his first of the game. The safety came down to make the tackle right at the 40, and Halls will now come out on the field to wind down the rest of this clock. I'm sure that's got to feel good for the duo of Xavier Stinson and Harrison Fowler back there who have been getting the job done essentially as Wildcat quarterbacks all game. Yep. You can hit it on the nose. They were Wildcat quarterbacks all day, all game. They showed grit. They showed toughness. Offensive line has really been the lunch pail of this game, and... Hallswell to pick up a nice win. With a minute 31, Hallswell up 18 to six. They could just kneel this one out three times and no one better to do it than like we mentioned, Xavier Stinson to take these three snaps. Colton Nichols gave it a shot, trying a couple different plays. Clearly was not 100% and got to give a whole lot of credit to the duo of Xavier Stinson and Harrison Fowler. Fowler, especially in the second half with the two rushing touchdowns was really, really special. You hit on those. Harrison Fowler was a treat to watch. Showed that he was a bell cow. And any worry about a carry count, snap count for Harrison Fowler after coming off an injury was basically non-existent. So Halsell runs the playcock all the way down before taking their second. He'll have to take just one more here in just a moment. And then all the fans who showed up here on the road will get to celebrate with this Hallsville team. Neil is taken by Xavier Stinson. And that'll just about do it. I think they're going to have to do just one more. Yep, they will. Players are already shaking hands, patting each other on the back, but we're going to have to do just one more, and then that'll erupts. So Hollis will win it 18-6. It wasn't pretty for the first two quarters, but that's a real gritty win, and I have to think that later on down the road, this could be one you look at back on and say, we won in the trenches, and that's exactly how Hallsville was able to get this road win. Final kneel down, and that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Coach Conyers and the Hallsville Indians move to 2-2 two two on the season, take this one 18-6 as the final seconds tick off the clock. What an incredible second half for Hallsville. Trailing 6-2, they score 16 points, hold Versailles to nothing, and get out with the win. They're first in a couple weeks. The first win in a couple weeks, point on head, and this is what they wanted. This is what they wanted coming back out after a loss like that to, uh, Boon, after, what was it, Boonville last week. Excuse me. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah Boonville. Excuse correct. me, Boonville last week. Uh, by a point, you know, it was just an offensive juggernaut show. This is what you want. You wanted to control the pace. You wanted your defense to play tough. That's exactly what they did. Offensive line got downhill in a hurry, especially in the second half. Uh, I expected Coach Conyers basically challenge their manhood. That's what, probably what he did. And you saw it, especially with Harrison Fowler getting nice push up front from his offensive line. And he got rewarded on the last touchdown of the game. So Halsell has 10 drives in total. They score on just two of them. But that's all they needed to take this one as they got some help from their defense, pitching a shutout from the first drive on against the Tigers and also getting a safety. We'll talk more about what we just witnessed when we return, but a happy bus ride back for the Indians will be in stores. They win their first game since week one and move to 2-2 two two on the season. Versailles will drop to 0-4 after falling 18-6. Toko Winner on the Show Me Sports Network. We'll be back for the post-game show in just a moment. Here Cam and I break this one down and hopefully from Coach Conyers as well. When we return, don't go anywhere. Final score, Halsell 18 for sales 6. When we're back in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network.
You've been listening to Hallsville Indians football on the exclusive home for Indians football, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Hallsville Indians football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hallsville Athletic Boosters, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, and Zealous WBGT. The biggest and absolute best coverage in Mid-Missouri continues as you're just moments away from the exclusive post-game show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Hallsville Indians football on the Indians Radio Network. In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world. Receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. Hello, Blake Gazaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust. Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. This is the Hallsville Indians postgame show on the exclusive home for Indians football, the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew will discuss their thoughts on tonight's game as well as look ahead to the next action for the Indians. Exclusive postgame coverage of Hallsville Indians football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society. Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. Sawdust Studios. And Zealous WBGT. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Hallsville Indians football on the Indians Radio Network. Now let's go live to the field of the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth. 
a happy post-game show on the SoMe Sports Network. First time we've got to do one of these in a couple weeks, and I'm sure happy for those players and coaches down on the field as well. After Hallsville takes this one 18-6 on the road in Versailles. Wasn't pretty at times, but they got the job done, and that's all that matters. I think you would say the same. Uh, it wasn't pretty at time, but to me, this is a beautiful game in my eyes. This is ground and pound, defense, tough football. I loved it. I loved every second of it. So as they stand out on the field and celebrate this one, we will recap what you just saw. We don't have a whole lot to recap on offense because it was essentially wildcat for most of this one. Xavier Stinson pressed into emergency quarterback duty. We saw the starter, Colt Nichols, give it a try on the fourth and sixth drives of the game for Hallsville, but both times left with an injury. Clearly was not right lower leg injury. We'd have to believe it's probably something with the ankle. We'll have to talk a little bit about that with Coach Conyers if we get to talk to him in the postgame show. But the two drives that were the big ones that left with Hallsville scoring two touchdowns, 16 points in total, were capped off with Harrison Fowler rushing touchdowns. The first one from seven yards, the second one from four yards. He was incredible, especially in that second half when he was running the ball, and you knew he was running the ball because it was Wildcat, and yet he was still incredibly effective. Big, big game out of Fowler. I, I think you've got to give it give hats off to him on this one. Yeah, yeah I have to give him hats off. Um, he's definitely coming off an injury from a couple weeks ago. Um, like you said, he had a problem about snap carry count last week against Boonville. And then you see Fowler become this bell cow back in this game and basically said, I'm going to be the driving force of why this team wins tonight. Quite respectful and gritty. Well, I do want to give credit to the Versailles defense. They had their best showing on that side of the football all season long. They had given up 26, 32, and 75. They held Hallsville to just 18 points and were really storming to the football. Forced Hallsville to fumble the ball three times, twice on Xavier Stinson, and the other time was a fumble. I'm trying to remember who it was. It was Gage Harrison who had the other fumble. So they were swimming to the football at an interception as well. Actually, no, not an interception because Hallsville barely threw the ball. We can say that much. That's why there was no interceptions because they didn't throw a lot. But they were swimming to the football and especially in the first half had Hallsville all off balance. Five drives in the first half for the for the Indians went turnover on downs, fumble, punt, turnover on downs, fumble. It wasn't until the second half where Hallsville really got things going and scored on two other five drives, touchdowns. And especially there in the fourth quarter, Hallsville, they are leading the game at this point, 10-6, to six, but get the ball on their own side of the field, own 30-yard line with nine minutes to go. And they reel off a six-minute drive going 70, 70 yards, cap it off with a touchdown. That just felt like an absolute dagger right there, not only taking all the time off the clock, but then making it a two-score game. Yeah, they took all the time off, got a two-score game. And it was basically a nail in the coffin for Versailles right there. Like we saw at the end of this game, and viewers heard at the end of this game, was that Versailles really didn't have a downfield passing attack. They couldn't get anything going, especially downfield passing. They did convert one-fourth down. Um, that was fourth short on a run play. And Hallsville defense able to come with some big stops. So looking on the other side of the field for defense for Hallsville, which really showed out against this Versailles offense. Quarterback Tyrus Olsen was cooking early, led the offense on a 66-yard touchdown drive on their first drive of the game, highlighted by two big third-down completions to Xavier Jones-Nolan, and then capped off with a 10-yard rushing touchdown. And Versailles was up 6 to nothing in this one. Little did they know those two completions that Olsen had on the first drive would be half of what he would have the entire rest of the game as Olsen finished with just four completions, two to Jones-Nolan, one to Jackson Gideon, the other to Ty Edgar. And it was a struggle for the passing attack for the Tigers from there on out. As after that first drive of the game, let me read you off exactly what the Indians' defense for. Okay, ready for this? Punt, safety, punt, interception, end of half, 
fumble, punt, turnover on downs, turnover on downs. That's one heck of a day at the offense for the men in purple on the defensive side of the field. You hit it right in the nose, one heck of a day at the offense. And I think Coach Conyers definitely was preaching to his defense at half. Hey, you gave up a touchdown early, but you guys been holding strong. Man. You're going to need you to hold strong. And that's exactly what they did. Hall's had an interception in this game. Kale Nichols had a big tackle in the end zone. That was a safety, which ended up being big as well because this game was so close for most of it and allowed Hallsville to at least get on the board and start to get a little bit of momentum. And all around, they were like glue on the few passing plays that Versailles did have. And then outside of that, there was really not a whole lot of big run plays. Tyrus Olsen tried the QB option a couple times. Though there were there were a few runs throughout the game where whether it was him or Edgar turned the corner. When you run the ball 40 times like Versailles did, you're going to turn the corner a couple times. But for most of it, there was a lot of penetration by the defensive line who was missing one of their best men in DJ Larkin who didn't play, and yet they still got constant pressure. So hats off to the run defense especially because they were put to the test in this one. They were put to the test. Like you said, they were out DJ Larkin on both offense and defense. And heck of a game for Hallsville. It makes you wonder how long are the coaches going to be at Coach Conyers' house tonight at for the post game. Well, I would have to think the big emphasis will be on offense because moving forward for this Hallsville team, is it was successful enough tonight, but I don't think the Wildcat offense is probably sustainable for, for these big games that are upcoming. They're going to face an Eldon team next week that just scored 75 yep. last Friday. So that's going to be a tough matchup for them. But it's at, at Eldon, too. It is at Eldon. It's on the road. So that's not going to be an easy matchup. And depending on the health of Colt Nichols, I mean, that's going to that's gonna be the big key this week is, is where are we going to return to a normal offense with Colt Nichols starting next week? And if they don't, what's the plan? Will it be Harrison Fowler for a full workload of Wildcat running the football again? Or, or what do we see out of the offense? That's the biggest takeaway here is how are we going to fix the offense? Well, not say fix the offense, but make it sustainable if Colton Nichols can't play. Yeah, definitely. Um, you're going to have to make some adjustments. Um, like I said, Wildcat offense is not really sustainable. I would expect some more trick plays, just a little couple more wrinkles. But obviously, you're going to be talking to Colton uh, Colton Nichols this week. Hey, how you doing? Think you can go? We're just going to really have to see how he looks at practice. So Hallsville wins this one by a score of 18-6. to Harrison Fowler, well, he's my MVP of the game. I'm sure he's yours as well. Had yep. the two touchdowns of seven and four yards, essentially playing Wildcat quarterback the entire second half. Huge shout-out to Xavier Stinson, though, because he was pressed into emergency quarterback duty and didn't actually attempt a couple of passes. Fowler did not throw the ball once, but Stinson did. Had a couple completions, mainly short ones. Although had the couple fumbles, did an admirable job transitioning from tight end to quarterback. Let's look around the league at a couple of other scores here at Mid-Missouri. Boonville, who also just saw last week, they were in a very low-scoring close game. They took that one 18-14 over Southern Boone. So Blake and the crew over there on the other Show Me Sports Network channel got a low-scoring game just like we did, and the Eagles fall on that one. Salisbury versus Scotland County, 48-7. That'll just about do it for scores around the league. We're going to take a very quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up and hear from Coach Kiner's Don't go anywhere. You're not going to miss this on the Show Me Sports Network. Hello, Blake Gasway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need 
need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Welcome back on the Show Me Sports Network post-game show. Hulls will take this one 18-6 on the road. Inverse sales move to 2-2 two two on the season. You just heard the call, Ben Schmidt campaign. And now joining us like usual on the post-game show, Coach Conyers. I'm sure there was a big sigh of relief once the clock finally hit triple zeros in this one. This one was a little stressful. Uh, who would have thought it had been 6-2 to two at halftime, uh, especially with the way our offense could score some points usually. And uh, my hat is off to, number one, the way Vercells came out tonight and really gave us some stuff we hadn't seen ever by them. And then number two, the way my defense played tonight, uh, my staff did an amazing job of making some early, early on adjustments and did a great job at halftime getting our guys dialed in and trying to defend the option tonight. So I'll get to your defensive performance in just a moment. I want to start with the quarterback play because it sounds like you didn't really have an idea that it was going to go the way it did, and then Nichols was kind of out right before, right before kick, and then you guys had to make a big shift. Uh, what was that kind of like for you guys on your sideline? Well, it's been a super stressful week with uh, the injuries that we have going on. Nothing, nothing major, but just the minor stuff. And Colton's had a sprained ankle from the Boomville game last week, where you know he had a heck of a ball game for us. You know, he carried a lot of the load for us, and uh, you know, just trying to get him healthy all week long, and and trying to get a couple guys some reps, just so we had some backup options. And we knew he was going to be a game time, uh, you know, uh, decision on whether or not he went or not. But he just was not full speed. And the and thing you don't want to do is. You saw him out there in a couple of series when he when he got in. You don't want to get a kid hurt further to where you don't have him down the stretch. And so, like I said, um, you know, he, he did a great job this week of trying to get himself ready to go. But, you know, it was a night where we had to do some different things and, and line up in some different formations and put some different guys back there, uh, especially with Harrison Fowler taking a lot of snaps at quarterback tonight. So I'm going to get to Fowler in just a moment. But talk to us first about Xavier Stinson, who at least for the first half was taking a lot of those snaps, pressed into duty very late. And had the couple fumbles, but I thought did a very admirable job commanding the offense, which I'm sure he's not used to doing. Yeah, he's not used to it, and you could see our timing was off a little bit, but overall, you know, you got you to gotta tell him, great job. I mean, he went out there, and we do a lot of stuff offensively, and uh, of course, once again, Vercells came out and did not do anything defensively they've shown on film in the last three weeks, so once again, we're making adjustments. They jumped into a 3-3, and so it kind of changed some of our play calls uh, and stuff that we had planned versus their 4-2-5 defense, but I thought he did a good job for us, uh, really you know, making some throws when we needed to, when we got into some of our bubble stuff that we do and get our guys on the perimeter. And he did a solid job running the football, just had a couple turnovers tonight. We got to work on ball security, but a guy that doesn't really run the ball between the tackles much like our like our quarterback does. So now I'll get to Harrison Fowler, who essentially in the, in the second half was playing wildcat quarterback the whole way. And the Versailles defense is knowing he's about to run the football, and yet you still were effective. How big of a game is that for your offense and for Harrison? Second game of the season to go out and do that, have two touchdowns, and essentially put the game away there late. 
Yeah, I mean, that was huge tonight. We, we knew that we were going to have to have kind of a little inside-outside run game with Harrison, and we did work that package this week uh, just in case Colton wasn't going to go for us. And so Harrison did a tremendous job on the ground for us. And what I love about Harrison is he's been in our program for four years. You know, we came in in his freshman year, and he knows the offense just as well as we do. And so he knows exactly what we're looking for. He knows our blocking schemes. And I thought you could see that, uh, you know, him go out tonight and really execute it really well. And like you said, they knew he was carrying the ball. We're in an empty backfield set. It is 41 all the way, and he still manufactured some great yardage for us tonight. And to be honest with you, he really put the game away for us here in the second half. Well, yeah, that last the, the last drive was huge when you go 70 yards and essentially take six minutes off the clock and make it a two-score game. Switching to your defense now, and although there wasn't a momentum turn immediately, the safety, I think, there in the first half was big because they had just forced a turnover for you guys, leading 6 nothing, and then you have Olsen trying to run that QB sweep. And I believe it was Kill Nichols. Let me know if you saw it differently, but he makes the go. tackle there for the safety. Yeah, that was big. I mean, that was our, our only points of the first half. Like I said, who would have thought 6-2 at halftime? You know, we go in there, and I looked at my DC, and I said, wow. You guys are the only ones that score points tonight, and uh, that's unlike our offense, obviously, um, you know, and, and not what we want to do. We want to manufacture some points, you know, to, to give our defense a break. But I will tell you what, we challenged our defense this week after our, our poor tackling that we had last week, and uh, we, we were in a full tackling circuit on Wednesday. I mean, full speed, everybody to the ground. I mean, it was, it was a grind, and I think that paid off for us tonight. We were a much better tackling football team tonight. All right, so one more question about your defense, which, by the way, you go eight straight drives after letting the touchdown without allowing a point. And when you run the ball as much as Versailles did, you're, down, you're bound to break a couple. There was a couple times where they turned the corner. But for the most part, it seemed like the pressure at the defensive line was really, really good, and there was, wasn't a whole lot of room to work with for them in their rushing attack on the other side. Yeah, the thing that I really like about what we've done defensively is we've installed a forefront. We're, uh, you know, we base out of a 3-3 defense, and uh, I've done, it's taken a little coercing by myself because I'm a – a natural 4-2-5 guy and uh, talking to my defensive coordinator into putting a forefront in, but I thought that was huge for us tonight, especially, you know, when we were going to see the, the split back veer that they were trying to give us, and I thought our defensive line play had great push up front all night long, and we did a great job of rallying to the football. I mean, that's what I want to see week in and week out is us get better with our angles. It's not always about, you know, making the biggest hit and having to tackle in the open field if you can get 11 hats swarming to the football. So last thing before I let you go, Coach Connors joining us on the Show Me Sports Network, fresh off an 18-6 to win over Versailles as Hallsville gets to 2-2 two and two on the season. Looking ahead to next week's second straight road game, you're going to face an Eldon team that just dropped 75 points last week. Just some very light initial thoughts. Looking forward to that one. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where I said, you know what? Uh, the guys asked for this. I used to do it back uh, when I first got here, and I talked about being 0-0 zero zero each week. And um, they asked to go back to that, not paying attention to what our record is. And right now, after tonight, we're 1-0. We wake up tomorrow morning, we're going to be 0-0. Zero and, zero, and we'll get this film corrected. But then our, our obviously, we're gonna, our focus is going to be on the Elden Mustangs. And after what you saw on film watching last week, because that's one of the major games that we watched, reverse for sales is they they got a lot to deal with and so we're gonna have to play with the same intensity as we did tonight defensively and the big thing for us i believe is just really like i said earlier is trying to get our guys back trying to get everybody healthy so that we're firing on all cylinders on both sides of the football all right now i said last question a second ago but when you guys scored that touchdown to really put the game away your sideline and the fans over there was loud enough to we could hear it pretty good over here that was i mean it's not like it's in trailer a couple weeks ago where it's couple stoplights and you're there i mean this is a little bit farther of a drive and yet that away side was pretty packed always man and that's what you got to love about hallsville is the way we travel and you know sometimes you kind of question and you wonder like 
you know, uh, does the bandwagon stop when you drop a couple, you know, but uh, I'll tell you what, they proved me wrong tonight. Um, I even made a comment to my wife that, uh, you know, she said she wouldn't be here till around 630. She had to pick my son up for middle school football practice. And I said, yeah, you'll have plenty of room to, to find a seat, I think, tonight. And they proved me wrong. So, uh, you know, any of you guys out there listening in H-Town, thank you guys very much for, for always showing up for us and giving your tremendous support. And it means a ton for our program and a ton to our boys. I know it's a lot of fun, you know, obviously getting the dub, but to see all of our fans congratulating their family members down on the field tonight uh, after a much-needed victory by us, I believe. And I think this is going to get the turnaround of our program going back in the right direction. All right, well, Coach Connors, as always, a pleasure to have you on. Even better to have you on after a win as Halsell moves to 2-2. Two two, Versailles drops to 0-4. We're going to let you go. Enjoy the rest of your Friday evening. For everyone else, we'll be back for final thoughts on the Show Me Sports Network. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a moment. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense attention indians fans here's your chance to help the student athletes of hallsville by becoming a member of the hallsville athletic boosters your gifts help provide all hallsville athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford you can join the hallsville athletic boosters this season for as little as 25 dollars. membership is open to everyone interested in joining look them up on facebook by searching hallsville athletic boosters or email them at hallsville athletic boosters at gmail.com let's go indians since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom. Using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie. Welcome back on the Show Me Sports Network. We'll keep this quick. And we know you've got your Friday nights to enjoy. Thanks for spending a couple hours of it with Cam and I here on the Show Me Sports Network. And always fun to talk to Coach Conyers after the game, especially fun to talk to him oh, after yeah. a win. He's always so generous. Um, and and uh, I thought gave some really good thoughts after the game. Anything else we didn't hit on, Cam? Uh, nope. All I can say is that Coach Connors is probably one of the best coaches I've ever worked with as a journalist and very intelligent guy, very great guy, and very nice of him to come up and talk to us. Well, that's just going to about do it. Like I said, thanks so much for tuning in on the Show Me Sports Network. As always, and Hallsville will make the drive on back tonight victorious. They take this one 18-6, move to 2-2 two two on the season. Versailles drops to 0-4. 
and Hallsville will take on Eldon on their own next week before back-to-back -back home games, and that will follow. Well, it was fun as usual. This game flew by, and we didn't have a whole lot of scoring, but sometimes you got to win ugly, and I think you had a lot of oh, fun. Oh, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> well, as always, thanks for joining us on the Show Me Sports Network. We'll be back next Friday for Hallsville football as they take on Eldon in, in Eldon. Justin and I will have the call for you there. For Justin, you're not Justin Kraft. For Cam Payne, <laughs> I'm Ben Schmidt. Have a good rest of your Friday, everyone. Take care until we see you next on the Show Me Sports Network. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Hallsville Indians football, the Show Me Sports Network and the Indians Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Indians the best. Exclusive coverage of Hallsville Indians football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. Sawdust Studios. And Zealous WBGT. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Indians Radio Network, your exclusive home for Hallsville Indians football. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.